Gentlemen, we're live. Slash okay. Adam's tires. <laughs> That's what I would do. Go slash his tires. <laughs> if you can find his car out yeah. there, slash his. You mean his bike. I'm, I'm doing this for the benefit <laughs> of us. Adam, relax, buddy. We're live. We don't want people uh -oh. to know the true story about slashing your tires. Uh-oh. I hear myself. Am I, uh, uh, one of the audios is up. Anyways, hey, we are live. Episode 93. A lot's going on. We got Phil Heath in the house, seven-time Australian PL. We got Gerard in the house, what's and we up, got up, Sauce in yeah. the house. Sauce, you were just at an event yesterday or two days Sick ago. Event. Tell us Crazy about it. Event. What was that all about? It's called the Oslo Freedom Forum. Okay. I was invited by your good friend, Gary Kasparov. Uh, the, the what? The goat of chess, the grandmaster. The goat. The goat. Um, yeah, he, he was there. I said hi to him. I actually had the chance to interview him, a quick little interview. So, as, nice. and he was the chairman. Yeah. He gave you a shout-out. I saw our good friend Yonmi Park there. Uh, Uyghur activists, Nigerian activists, uh, an Iraqi comedian who was hilarious. Um, basically, these are people who fight for freedom. The, the biggest takeaway is, and I might even curse here, like if you're in America, just be thankful and shut the fuck up and be happy that you're here. You I, know, I know Pitbull said that. Yeah. You and, you know, it, it really crystallized what is going on all around the world, how bad things are for a lot of people authoritarian regimes people went ham on china ham like there was a we can go i mean we might cover some of the china stuff today um but it was it was people from all around the world advocating for human rights exposing authoritarian regimes and just all about freedom this so must have been very traumatizing for you i hope you're okay <laughs> i don't know what that means but it was it was good it was a great event we interviewed a lot of awesome people uh, Valuetainment got a lot of love from uh, a lot of the fellow journalists um, and um, attendees, and uh, it, I think we'll we'll have a great episode from it. I love it. I look forward to. It. And by the way, maybe folks, maybe because Mr. Olympia this week is with yeah. this weekend, right? Ooh. Yes, sir. Mr. Olympia is this weekend. And there may be a saw sighting. Maybe we have Ooh. to talk about it afterward. There may be a saw sighting because uh, 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 Adam may go. You know, yeah. you may do something there. But at the same time, yeah. uh, we were talking about whether you're into fitness girls, like you know, competitors, things like that. You were a little bit hesitant. Was that like uncomfortable the, for you? The models, maybe not fitness I strong mean, models. Extremely cut up. Six pack. There's bikini girls too. I'm all ears. So baby. they okay. got bikini Olympia competitors. Okay. You're not turning. Here's the challenge, though. Okay, Phil, not. If, if I you, I got it. You know, I got a whole bag full of posing chunks too. So, so if you really have the urge, all right, little little close down, pose of, down. Yeah, man. I mean, just you know, throw some tan yeah. on. You know, well, you listen, definitely got to shave. You know, yeah, uh, you know, shave. grooming. But I don't know if you've I'm seen Gerard's Instagram. That. His last five posts, he's had no shirt on. Yeah. Uh, he's dropped 50 pounds. He's he's out there. It's amazing. He's out there. And, Did uh, you say no shirt on? Not I haven't seen not just shirt. Buddy. First the, time I've seen Gerard with a shirt the, on in about two weeks. The <laughs> only thing is we don't know if I he like had socks on. on That's the only thing because we couldn't see his feet. Yeah, that was the only thing. But right. Gerard, one tiny little tiny tiny black strip over his uh, tiny. Junk. You really did <laughs> that. Tiny tiny. tiny. <laughs> you really did but, that though. Hey bro. But, no, but I, I had, he has lost 50 pounds. I'm gonna tell you, Gerard is making major progress. Is props to you, buddy. You Thank look you, great. Man. Your energy is different, and it's great to see you Thanks, guys. in the shape that you're in. So, mm -hmm. Mr. Olympia, do you have any predictions? Do you mm -hmm. kind of have an idea what's yeah, going to happen? Yeah, you know, or? right now, uh, you have the reigning champion, uh, Big Rammy. Yeah. Um, more than likely, he is the favorite. He is mm. the guy that's going to repeat. Who's standing in his way is uh, Hadi Chopin from Iran. Yep. Uh, he's trained by my trainer, Hani Rambod, and I've been able to see some picks. 
uh, he's looking really dangerous right now. What's the chances of Hadi beating Rami? I think it's all about who peaks, not just on Friday, but who slams the door on Saturday. Mm. I definitely feel that the way the judging criteria is, is not swayed to just Rami. Because Rami has only peaked truly maybe a couple times in his career. Mm -hmm. And I know his trainer, Chad Nichols, who trained Ronnie Coleman, who worked with him for all those Olympia wins, understands how imperative it is to not just do Friday, but also Saturday. The timing of it. Chad knows timing. The timing is everything. I mean, that's something that I, you know, made sure of. But with Hadi, he does not miss. So I think with Rami being the size that he is, Mm-hmm. He can miss maybe one of those days. So, and then you have Brandon Curry. I mean, you know, he's a former Mr. Olympia. Yep. He's a one-time. So that's really your top three. And I'm really excited to see those three guys get up there. And then you have the guys like William Bonek. You have Nick Walker, who, Nick Walker, who, who just, just won that yeah. Arnold Classic. Yeah, a lot of hype going in. Yeah, it's it's going to be. Could a battle. Nick win? Could does Nick stand a chance to be first place? Or no. no. Okay. No. Top three. Maybe if some guys miss. How big of a deal is it to win the Arnold Classic going into Mr. O? Like, is it a really, really big deal or not? I think this year it helps him tremendously because of the fact that the Arnold was two weeks prior to the Olympia. Normally the Arnold Classic is in March. So you have like that Six months. Yeah. Is it healthy, Phil, to have it be that close to each other, like Mr. Olympia and Arnold? I mean, health-wise, that's got to be... It's definitely difficult to to peak for a two-day show. Doing a one-day show, I mean... That's easy. Yeah. But when you're doing a one-day show and then two weeks after that, Dude, you've got to do a two-day show. Yeah. You know, the, the peaking. What, what, do you mean, what do you mean by peaking, Phil? <clears throat> and, like, how so, long is that window you're talking about? So you about have there? to consider, like, let's just say you have a Usain Bolt. He's getting ready for the Olympics, but he's doing, like, uh, an event, like an invitational, like, let's say a month prior. Let's just say he wants a world record time in the world, you know, before the Olympics. Is that smart? Mm-hmm. Probably not because you really want to win – the Olympic final with the world record time. So it's all about the timing. So you kind of have to pace yourself. But the problem is the body is not static. It's very, very dynamic. So whatever worked for Nick or anyone for these previous shows, you have to now realize that diet, that training, (laughs) you might want to just rip that up and just look at what's going on with your body right now. And that's something that a lot of people miss. So a lot of people that even watch this, they've dieted, but because of the fact that their body does change mm. and they didn't change with it, yeah. they, they miss. So that's why all these fad diets keep going. So, but bodybuilders have that problem too. Mm. So, so you got, for you, like let's just say, it, it, by the way, does Vegas have odds on these things or no? Does Vegas They do, should. They but, don't. Though. But they don't. Okay. Why not? Because it's, well, it's, <laughs> it's kind of sticky with the... That's very. Are I you wouldn't if that I these was guys Vegas. Could be bought? Oh, oh, hundred percent. Oh, oh. In bodybuilding, oh, and you're saying I mean, that Mr. Olympia can be bought. Oh, in bo- boxing is different. Any, uh, okay, I'm not sitting I'll here. I'll get bought right I'm now. Not, I'm, I'm not, not judging I, anybody. No, I'm not. Fuck, I'm not sitting here and saying it happens. But yeah. when, you, there, like Pat said, there's a reason why there's no Vegas odds in this. I mean, people could be compromised in some way, okay. shape, or form. I mean. We don't need to go down there. That's that could point. be a whole nother. So you think that's a good thing that there's no I, Vegas odds? Yeah, I think so. One okay. million percent. Yeah, the I integrity so. of it all. One mil- at least in boxing, yeah. you know, you, the boxing is one of the dirtiest when it comes down to manipulating and buying people out. I've had people on that have told me, you have no idea what kind of people I've mm-hmm. bought and how, much, how easy it is mm-hmm. to buy that, right? In bodybuilding, it's very, uh, uh, what do you call it? It's, you know, technical, yet you can kind of say, well, I objective, think he looks subjective. That's the word I'm looking for. So you for. can yeah. be objective, yet subjective. So, yeah. like, mm-hmm. if you look at all the Mr. Olympia champions, 
they're all different in their own way. So right now you have Rami. Like that's a guy that is pull up Rami. I would like to see. There's who these no guys one are. that looks like Rami right now. Pull up now. big Rami guy. So there's no one that looks like him. He's like he's like the modern day Ronnie. Right. There is not a Ronnie. The guy's going to be over 300 pounds ripped. Oh damn. No no one's going to look like this. Yeah, Kai, pull up some images of these guys. Who are we looking? Okay, at? no, no. Do the one with Ronnie and uh, uh, Rami right next to each other. Yeah. Even though it's not real. Click on that. No, no, Kai. No. This is my Instagram post. If you can pull up <laughs> Rami, look at that right there. To two of them, insane what Rami looks like. So that's Rami on the right. Well, Phil so, was as big as these guys when he was winning them well, all. Well, w- I was definitely not the same weight as Rami. You know, even Rami's I, on the right? Yes. And Ronnie's on the left? Yeah. So like when my last Olympia win in 2017, I actually did um, beat Rami. And, um, you beat the guy on the right? Yeah. Damn, I Phil. Beat, I beat these guys who were over 10 it's, plus this years, is bro. seven okay, year okay. back to I, back to back. I know who Phil but, is. But, uh, but Rami is definitely one of those guys that even when I was winning, yeah, I would see him and say, "If this guy gets in real good shape, yeah, he's you gonna knew. be a problem for everybody." And so first place, Iranian Rami. Guy? Second place, second Hadi. That's not in real good place. shape, by the way. No. Okay. Rami, Hadi, uh, probably Brandon, Brandon, Nick. I don't have. You know what's funny? I I actually my oddball is William Bonac because he didn't do the Arnold, and I think it gave him maybe more time to peak for the Olympia. Could he be top three? I think so. I mean, like okay. it's just. Well, here's my, an idea. My money, my money would be a 1A, 1B with Hadi and Rami because they're so different yet. Dude, if Hadi wins. Oh, man. It's, it's crazy, crazy if he wins. This is Rami uh, right here. <clears throat> go on, Hadi Chopin. Yeah, who's Hadi? Hadi Chopin wins the Olympia. I may have to drive up to Orlando to no, go no, congratulate him. Chances Kai gets his spelling right. Zero. H-A-D-I. Yeah. There you go. There you go. But click on that. Everybody's looking for that. There you go. They want that. This is what people want. They want Egypt. Is he, is he Indian, Hadi? The guy no, on the no, right no. is Persian. Persian. So they want okay. they want Egypt Egypt versus Iran, basically. Is that? Oh, he's That's, Egyptian. He's Iranian. But yeah. Rami's twice his size. Yeah, he can't. So I mean, just just look height, at how weight. Much but when you bigger, look, at, but, but look at the legs. But look, look at even. But here's the thing. Yeah. Look at look at Rami, but then look at Hadi. Deeper cuts. Uh huh. You know, much deeper separation. So these are things that oh. like. This is the, this is the judging. This thing. has to be seen live because to me that there, there's it's indecipherable. So so it, it's so here's what I would suggest. What if Phil on Saturday night, okay? Mm. What if you go live and you watch Mr. Olympia live mm-hmm. and you give feedback on it and anybody that wants to tune in they can tune in and see you giving feedback on the contest. Fuck it, I say we do it. Oh, <laughs> you're not gonna go? No, I'm not going. You're not going. <laughs> no, I'm not going. So okay, folks, why not? Why not? Why, why? Why wouldn't Look. the fans want to see me do commentary on on the okay. guys? You'd rather you'd rather. Well, at the end of the day, I mean, I'm going to give these guys justice. Okay. You know, I definitely feel that um, they would want to know my opinion. Yeah. But more importantly, I've competed against these guys for over ten years. Mm-hmm. I understand their strengths, their weaknesses, but um, I have no axe to grind either, which is great. And I'm going to make can be sure. unbiased. Well, the best part is, and, and unfortunately, in our sport. It's one of those things where you happen to look at something and then you just shit on it mm-hmm. because you're looking at their weaknesses. Yeah. And I think you don't sell the sport without, yeah, you're going to talk about the weaknesses, but you're going to highlight their strengths because at the end of the day, this is what these guys train for. It's the person who has the most strengths and the least amount of weaknesses wins. I have a question for you, Phil, and, and this may be the, we, the, the, the entire audience can kind of get some perspective here. 
everyone out there gets judged on their performance, their work performance, mm-hmm. how they're looking. You know, you show up to the office, oh, you're a rough night, but it's constantly. You're on social media, people are hating, people are commenting, whatever. You are putting yourself out there for the world to see literally every inch of your body, minus uh, right, 100%. a little bit. My question is regarding self-confidence and body image. Do you ever like get on stage and be like, I don't know, I don't feel so good today? Or the judgment, the constant judgment. Like every, like Instagram models are, you know, they, they clean up every little image, every little curve. Are you thinking about it? Are you considering? I'm thinking that, you know, before I get on there, I got to understand <laughs> the I mentality think, of it all. At the end of the Break day. Break that down. You know I, what you get him for his birthday already. 100%. One of those. Absolutely. Know. I got him. Yeah, okay. I perfect. got you, bro. Okay. The, the bikini? What color yeah, you want, what, though? I think uh, uh, I'm cheetah. No, I'm thinking magenta. Okay. I could do it. Yeah, I could pull that, that off. Would magenta. you take that picture and post it on Instagram? <laughs> How much money? I could be bought. I could be bought. I could be bought. I could be bought. Tree fitting. But, but at the end yeah. of the day, yes. Bodybuilders have yes. definitely. I mean, I'm raising my hand right now. Mm-hmm. The, the insecurity? Absolutely. Mm. The anxiety that these guys and these girls are going through this week. They've trained an entire year to get ready to go up on stage and be adjudicated by judges who may or may not like their physique. Mm. And then they're going to be adjudicated by millions of people on social media. To reduce the noise is what is key for each male and female that is competing this week. Reducing the noise, staying within yourself, because there's this thing that my trainer and I call the the F-up fairy. And the F-up fairy is going to creep into your mind. It's kind of like what fighters go through. You know, they kind of go dark, they get get weird, and sometimes that's how they get knocked the hell out in the first round mm-hmm. because they really get in their head about what's going on. It's important that each of these each of these people know who the hell they are hmm. and realize that it's you versus you. You cannot control, it's not like boxing where you can go knock the person out. You can't play offense, defense. You have to make sure that you peak the best way you can. And that's it. And you just have to... Let the, let the chips fall, but the insecurity, absolutely. The anxiety, absolutely. I mean, I've had it. It'll yeah. keep you up at night. It'll piss you off. I mean, you'll go through various emotions, but that's why the most emotionally intelligent know how to run this race. Wow, and you've Adam, won this seven go, times Adam, in a row. Let it go. I think there's certain things in life you shouldn't aspire to do, Mr. Uh, Olympia. Let me of, live my life, no, man. I, I say you skip Let this me live my life, man. I say you skip. Go be go be the wide receiver <laughs> for like a local senior, uh, you know, senior. NFL <laughs> team, whatever, and, you know, do yeah, that. Well, I swear, we will come root for you. I guarantee, you I'll be your biggest be. fan. I'll be your biggest Thank fan. Anyways, we've got a lot of topics to get into. Yes. Bodybuilding <laughs> world, if you want to see... Phil, do a live this Saturday on Mr. Olympia commentary. Uh, let us know. Uh, give us a thumbs up if that is what you want to hear. And by the way, see, follow the content. Follow Phil to make sure if that does end up happening, you know where to find it as well. It's most likely going to end up being on Valuetainment. So with that being said, I just asked the question, what are some topics you want us to uh, cover? Somebody said uh, uh, Pandora Papers. We'll cover that. China, um, uh, uh, Facebook, we'll cover that. Uh, we got a few other things that happened. Andrew Yang just came out and says he doesn't want to be a Democrat anymore. He's joining the independent party. He's like, I'm leaving the Democratic Party to be an independent. This is a guy who created a ton of momentum for himself. I wonder what's going to happen with his job at CNN and all the stuff that he's doing. Are they going to keep him? Are they going to fire him? Is he still going to commentate? We'll see. He's a guy that's uh, definitely marketed himself very well in the last election. I think this is a guy that's not going to be going away. There's a market for him. Mm-hmm. And uh, good for him to announce that he's an independent now. So we have a few things that happened. The Pandora Papers. We got Facebook that was down yesterday for I don't know how many hours. That was six, seven, eight hours. China tightens uh, uh, political control over Internet giants. 
inflation, uh, another new uh, inflation ga- uh, key inflation gauge watched by Federal Reserve hits a 30-year high. Uh, what else? Restaurants are down. Playboy releases October cover featuring a man for the first time. Not Playgirl, but Playboy featuring a man for the first time. Microsoft CEO warns people will vote with their feet when it comes to return to work policy. Biggest crash in world history. Personal finance expert Robert Kiyosaki predicts economic crisis in, Oct- in October is uh, coming. Kai, I don't know if you guys got a hold of him. See if you can get a hold of him or not. Let Mario know if we can get a hold of him. If not, um, see if we can get him on the second half of this. Schumer escalates pressure on debt limit. And something interesting happened in the bathroom yesterday. When Kristen Cinema was going to the bathroom, she was chased down. Maybe we'll comment on that. Seven out of uh, ten states in the worst financial condition are run by Democrats. I don't know why. Trump knows, uh, says he knows what would happen if he faces DeSantis in 2024 presidential primary, which is what we discussed in the last podcast with mm-hmm. uh, uh, Danielle and who else Tom was on? Uh, Tom. Tom. And then uh, a few other things that we got here. So let's see, which story do we go into? Which story do we go into? Let's go into the New York restauranters first. Uh, page three, business first. So New York restauranters, business down 40 to 60% due to vaccine mandates. This is a zero-hit story. Um, New York uh, City restaurants are complaining that their business has been slashed severely by the COVID-19 vaccine mandate, which requires people 12 and under, 12 and older to show vaccination proof for indoor dining and indoor fitness and indoor entertainment. Um, well, how do you pronounce that place? O'Donoghue's Pub and, rest- Pub and Restaurant was a successful mm-hmm. business that had been open for 10 years in Times Square, Manhattan. Its owner now says, comparing the clientele from pre-mandate to when it kicked the kicked them uh, about two weeks ago. Our business is definitely down 50%. I'm going to say 60%. There's just no people coming into the restaurant. They have the fear of being asked for vaccines. We don't have the money here to survive without the help of our landlord, who has been very supportive and has been giving us breaks on the rent. But without our landlord, we would not be in business, he concluded. concluded. Adam, what do you think about this? Well, the the most striking thing to me, and I, and and look, I I genuinely want to get Gerard's uh, perspective on this because he's from New York and uh, has been back a few times, but the 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 twelve and older thing is what sticks out to me, and I'm not I'm not defending mandates. Let's not even go there. I don't think anyone should be mandated to get the vaccine, but if there were going to be a mandate, you know, eighteen plus, twenty one plus, whatever, but twelve year olds. How old is Tico? Nine. He's nine. Okay. Like, we're talking about kids. I, I don't even think kids are even available to get the vaccine. Is that uh, Fill me in on that. Yeah, that's why Tico will go to Casa D'Angelo instead of any restaurant. Okay. So, I mean, so, it's a little extreme what's yeah. going on in New York right now. I don't you were just support in New York. this idea. Okay. Yeah, you were just in New York and you were doing your uh, comedy yep. tour. Tell us what it's like. Okay. So, uh, I was in New York and I posted a secret show. For anybody that follows me on Instagram, you know, I said secret show in New York. And people ended up being a little pissed off at me when I DM, when they DM me and I told them where it was because it wasn't in the city. I kind of made it seem like it was in the city, but it was actually half hour outside the city, specifically because of this, specifically because of the vaccine mandate, specifically because, um, you know, me and a few other, uh, I want to give a big shout out to Chrissy Marr and I want to give a big shout out to Carolyn Miljavic, two people that don't have the type of career and clout to take the stand that they're taking, but they've decided, even though, you know, I, I believe they're both actually vaxxed, they decided that they're not going to... They're both vaxxed. I believe really? so. Uh, I, I don't know, but but I believe that they are. And But they've decided that they're not going to force their, their audience. audience 
to you know show medical proof to come see them perform. So I am supporting them, and I did the same thing. Long story short, we had 190 people at the show on, on Friday night. 190 people. You figure it's a two-drink minimum. The drinks are about 15 bucks each. 30, 40 bucks easy per head. What's 190 times 40? What is that? Like seven grand? Let me have my calculator. 190 out. times 40? Yeah. Eight grand. Eight eight a little grand. shy of eight grand. Eight, eight grand in two hours yeah. when we made this place in Annuette. Eight grand in two hours. You think these, you think these restaurants could have used that? You think a club in the city, after being 18 months, could have used eight grand on a Friday night that we earned them? You know, and there's way bigger acts than me out there that can do five, six hundred people mm-hmm. easy. Yeah. I mean, we did 190 people on a secret show. So thank you to everybody that came out. It was really dope. It was a fun show um, and, and cool with like Nelson Figueroa and, and uh, Edney Chavez and all those guys that do the Pro-Am stuff also. But the point I'm trying to make is that's eight grand out the door that for my entire life, for 10 years of doing comedy. Yeah. That's eight grand that goes to some somebody in Midtown. That's eight grand that goes to somebody in the village. That's eight grand that goes mm. to somebody you know that that's in the city. Now that eight grand went to somebody in Nanuet. So multiply that by how many different acts. Multiply that by you know how many different people that have left to come to Florida. I had a guy that was uh, in town yesterday. You met him, Fernando yes. Lasso. Shout out to Fernando Lasso. We had oh, a f- yeah. hilarious time with all here. the stories. The number here, one boy. singer in <laughs> Ecuador. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. The number one singer. Yes. yes. And he, and he sang way, a little bit at the house. Yeah, he did. How he did actually did. This guy, Fernando Lasso. Let me tell you. Like, he's coming to the birthday party. By the way, okay, let me good. tell you. So you know how sometimes you hear stories and you're thinking it's fabricated. So he starts telling a story. Mario's sitting there. You were there the night before, right? Till what time? One o'clock in the morning. Kai heard some stories that he will never reveal to anybody because those were very private stories. That night was. Did you hear some stories you were surprised by? Yes or no? Look at Kai's face right there. More than I would have thought. <laughs> anyway, so he's from Ecuador, and we had a chance to meet his wife. Beautiful wife. Very happy for for these two. Uh, we go back 22 years. Maybe I'm going to bring him on the podcast to tell some stories uh, here pretty soon. But he says, uh, I said, he, so we start talking the vaccination thing. I said, so he says, yeah, they're eventually going to mandate it for travel anyways. And they're going to eventually, man, people are going to have to get the vaccine anyways, no matter what happens. Because in Ecuador, here's how it works. And no, no, no. So he would start talking about vaccine conversation, right? So Wiggins gets cornered. Hey, either take it or don't take it. I love what Draymond Green said. Draymond Green comes out and he tells the story and he says, are we really talking about force? Isn't this America? Don't you have the freedom? Mm-hmm. And then LeBron changes position on it a little bit. LeBron's kind of like, hey, if they want, uh, we, me, my wife, and our family, we decided to get the vaccine, but it's the individual's choice to do what they want to do. And he knows because Kyrie's not going to re- agree with them, Draymond, all these guys. But Wiggins ends up last minute getting the vaccine, right? And he has to now, he can now get paid on the home games, all this other stuff. The amount of pressure some of these guys are getting, you wonder if the small-timers are eventually going to be... Wiggins is not a small-timer. This is a guy that's making 20 a year. This is not a guy that's making a million-dollar contract or half a million. This is a $20 million a year contract. Mm -hmm. Not a superstar, but I I would say he's a star. He's a guy that's at 18.9 points a game last season. Quietly, he does his part. Mm -hmm. How much more do you think this pressure is going to get to people? Or do you think the people standing up is going to win eventually? Do you think the people in America standing up are eventually going to be like, listen, this is it. Stop. It's, it's a little too much. Let it go. We're not doing this anymore, especially after Newsom just announced in the state of California that kids uh, above the age of 12, uh, uh, kids 12 to 18 have to be vaccinated or else they can't go to school. And New York just announced if a mother, this is a story that just popped up, if a mother is pregnant, she has the baby, and if she's not vaccinated, she can't take the kid home until she gets vaccinated. Let's verify the story, Kai, because I read the story a couple days ago. But when do you think the tipping point is for people to say, you know what, I give up, I'll get the vaccine, or do you think people are going to stand up? Well, 
what is the survival rate right now? I think that should be something that is celebrated. And it's not. Mm -hmm. The damn survival rate is what? It's like, okay, so they say 700,000 deaths in the United States or whatever. 43 million cases. Of which 5%, the leading cause was COVID. Exactly. Adam. Stop. Oh, my gosh. Oh my Adam. What's going on around here? That's why he's going to Mr. Olympia. <laughs> right. So look how strong he is. You're he's so strong. Yeah. So, But go ahead. We're but listening yeah, to you. So, 330 million people. Right. And 700,000. Which, right. which one death is too many, for sure. Yeah, but we're not talking about everything else. And we're also we're not, not solving for immortality. Right. It, it's got to become You're, nonsensical. We, hey, let me tell you. We all know doctors. And you know what they say? Mm. People die every day. Yeah. And it's not being insensitive by saying this. But we should be out of this by now mm-hmm. okay you got israel you got all this other stuff Th- that these are real stats yeah and the fact that we're not celebrating the fact that hey we're we're actually turning this yeah. thing around yeah like, the survival rate is this we also know like if you're older and this and that we've already talked about it like if your parents get it it makes sense it, it, you know if you're obese probably should go get it because mm-hmm. this is one of those things that contribute to COVID or whatever yeah we are in a place where people are talking about mandating something that you have 99% chance of surviving. Mm-hmm. This is bullshit. Well, yeah. The, the, to answer Pat's question, you know, when, what's the tipping point, man? It, this is all a stress test at some point. Why would they ever stop? We haven't stopped them. You know, like, why would they ever stop doing what they're doing? What, why would they ever not implement what they want to do next? Like, what, what incentive have we given these people to say, man, I'll tell you what. This is the line in the sand, and if you cross this line, whatever happens next was your decision. We, they keep pushing, they keep pushing, they keep pushing, and we bitch and we moan, but we don't do anything. Mm-hmm. We, we do nothing. We do nothing of consequence. They say, do what I tell you to do or else, and then they back it up. They take people's jobs away from them. The nurses. What do we do? What, what's up with that? Yeah, I New mean. New York, National yeah. Guard. Yeah. Like, how cold is that, man? Like, we all know a nurse. Why are they getting rid of these people? Mm-hmm. You were a hero. You were, you were the person that went through and saved people, and now you're just kicked to the curb. America, you need to wake the hell up, man. Like, that's cold-blooded. Like, that's not okay. I think, mm-hmm. I think people, uh, you know, the, the people got to do their own research and feel comfortable about it. Talk to your doctor. Talk to the people. And I say talk to both sides of the aisle, not mm-hmm. just one side. I'm a, I'm a guy that's always, like, when we uh, decide to do something with the company, right? And I'll say in the meeting, we'll send a boardroom, and I'll say, guys, be the devil's advocate. Tell me why this is not going to work. So don't sell it. Sell the opposite side. Right. Be the devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. Guys will say, well, what if such and such happens? And then I try to win those arguments, and we as a group try to win the – and then we get stuck on a question. I'm like, oh, shoot. Yeah, you're right. Okay, so guys, what's the solu- what do we do if this happens? Then you get stuck, right? So don't just make a decision on one side or the other side. You know, if you're somebody that's like, there's no way I'm going to take the vaccine, have you done the research? And there's some people that are like, I'm not going to take the vaccine. You know, I'm going to take the vaccine. Have you done the research against it? Just go get educated. I think I posted something on Twitter yesterday. I said, uh, inflation is calling the, causing the dollar store to be a $2 store. Uh, and then I said uh, some other thing on the second one. I don't remember what the second one was. And the third one was, you know, uh, censorship is causing us to be too careful with what we talk about because everybody's getting offended. Go a little lower, go a little lower, go a little lower, go a little lower right there. Inflation has turned the dollar store into a $2 store. Low interest rates have created a climate of fake success. Censorship is creating an environment of extremely sensitive people who only want to hear things they agree with. 
keep your eyes and ears wide open. I mean, just pay attention to what's going on. Absolutely. Confirmation so, bias is huge right now. It is. Mm-hmm. It's, in, it's in, a, in a big way. So we're going to see what's going to happen. Let, but Let me ask you, I don't, I don't, uh, with my mic issue, I don't know if we address this, but the cookie cutter approach, there's different strokes for different folks. Like if you've, there's been reports out there, there's an Israeli, Israeli study out there that shows if you've had COVID, um, the immunities that you've built up over, uh, over time are potentially even better, six times better yeah. than getting the vaccine. Well, according to Project Veritas, that Pfizer is aware of that as well. Okay. But everybody should know that you're aware of it. If, if I get a cold or a flu, mm-hmm. do I not have antibodies? Touche. And then, you know, this Delta variant is certainly seems a lot more dangerous than, than, than the uh, original variant. And then, look, if you're going to actually, there's people out there that don't believe in the COVID. Mm-hmm. There is a contingency. That I don't, don't believe there, in this. I don't think there's. I think or don't believe down in right how now. extreme I, it is. I don't think. And if they want to live their life yeah. and just not want to get a vaccine because they, for whatever political issue mm-hmm. or for whatever yeah, let me bias ask you, they what have, what percentage of people don't believe COVID is real? I think. I think. What percentage believe COVID is not COVID in the is, United States? Yeah. What percentage doesn't believe COVID is real? But the problem is, whatever number I give. Those are the loudest motherfuckers no, in the room. No, it's not true, it's though. Two, oh. It's not true, though. Name me one person. Name me one person. If you ever watch uh, Jordan Klepper do his uh, Into name the Magaverse. Me, name me one person, one person of influence today. Name me, Adam, one person of influence today that says COVID is not real. One person. I, I don't know about people of influence. But that's, but who, there are that's people loud. Out but there. that's loud because... Is, there's because, people out there. Let me say this. Let me qualify mm-hmm. this, and then I'll throw this out there for you guys. There's yeah. people out there who just say it's the flu. It's just a bad flu, or it's just a flu. Okay. And for people of us that have had you COVID, you just changed it though. That's two different things. So there's <sighs> tears yeah. to what people say, and I agree with you. There's people that say COVID is not real; it's fake. A year ago, how many people were there? A ton. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes or no? A, a year ago. A year ago is what? August of uh, October. Scamdemic. Well, not, uh, not October. I would probably say but, uh, more June. A lot of people said COVID is not real. You can't use that word like scandemic. Yeah, scan- that, yeah. that doesn't scan- mean scandemic. That's, that's, that's not, not the has same. nothing to do with the pandemic. That, that has yeah. nothing to do with that part. How, how, many, like, how many people have been fired for getting the vaccine? What does that mean? There's people getting fired for not getting it. How many people are getting fired for getting it? Why would you get fired for getting Why it? Why would you get fired for not getting it? I see what you did there, but uh, I think that's the exact opposite of mentality that they're trying to. Uh, my question, no, the, the, no, my the, qu- the thing is, you're trying to you're trying to say it's it's a both sides thing, right? I mean, that's the that's idea. That's what I'm saying. So they, clarify. I mean, I'm just saying that it, they're trying to take a cookie cutter approach to this, and like you said, you got to consult with your doctor. You have to make a decision that's best for you. Mm-hmm. Definitely don't believe in mandates. Yeah, and but it is real. But but what I'm it saying to real. you is, name me one person. And there's no one so this with is where, any credibility so this is where that should goes. get out there and say it's not real. So, so I can't name that person. Okay, so when did when did uh, let's just go to the guy that's the biggest conspiracy guy? Let's just say Alex would, Jones. Sure. No, 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 not him. Go to Trump. Let's just say Trump's the guy that's the most anti, you know, left establishment that they don't like. Right? Sure. Did he get the vaccine? Uh, yeah. And did he tell people to get the vaccine? Yeah, kind of. He did. Yeah. He did. It's not kind of. No, he did. <laughs> so what I'm saying to you is, where I'm going with this is, ain't no, he could be more vocal. Ain't nobody. How, ain't, how loud does he have to be? As loud as fucking possible. That's like saying like LeBron James has to talk as loud about as possible it, to what? say what like, he said it one it, time. Did, did, did Trump what, create though? the vaccine? Maybe, maybe he respects your choice. Maybe he respects for you to have a choice. Sure, that's fine. And he got it. And he says, I took it. Do it. Go mm-hmm. ahead and do it. Like, imagine somebody, does somebody need to be louder to force you to get married? 
louder to give? No, I, don't, I mean, why? I don't, why I, though? How come you're not married? 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 It's a choice. Mm -hmm. You chose that to be. It's a pure choice. It's your life. Mm -hmm. So if that's your life, the same thing with him. He wants to say there's a choice. So I don't. I'm I, cool I, with the choice thing. I'm not. I'm no, not. you said he needs to be louder. He doesn't. It, it, how about this? How many people have gotten sick and died because they've taken the vaccine versus how many people we don't know have gotten sick and died because they were unvaccinated. There, to say that it's equal no to and to give me the, we don't know. Well, there's I think it's a bullshit no answer. There's really, really no way to know. Yeah, what those numbers aren't. Know. There's those no numbers, way to know. Yeah, those numbers aren't. What does aren't that out. mean? You can't predict the future. How do you know whether or not if you got, this is one of the things that they're doing, which is nonsensical. Well, he got it, so he's, he's not as sick as he would have been. How the hell do they know? How could they here's, possibly here's the assume that? They, but they, here's the yeah, other part. Here's I, the other part. I, I don't know. I'm not buying that. Though. Here's the other part. So, for example, steroids. Let's talk about steroids. Yeah. We were kind of talking about it yesterday, mm -hmm. right? Yep. There was a there was a book back in the days. They had edition one, second edition, steroid Bible. I don't know what it was. Anabolics 2000. Something like that. And it was like first, second, third, fourth edition. Yeah. So we would buy it and we would, we would read it, right? Mm -hmm. And there was another book that was written on steroids called Ageless Man, right? I don't know who wrote it, but some guy wrote on okay. Ageless Man and they tested this on a rat. How as a man uh, gets older, the negative consequences of your testosterone level being below 240 or 200, it's actually not healthy for you. Correct. And your testosterone level needs to be higher. Not 1,200, but it needs to be four to 600 for you to be able to perform day-to-day -day activities. And it's not even sex, by the way. It's just mm -hmm. completely like for your bones to be stronger. For you. He's making this argument, right? Okay. How many years of history do we have on steroids and side effects of steroids? Probably about 100. Okay. Think about yeah. that. We got about 100 years of uh, research on steroids, right? We know what's good. We know not, what's not good. So when you say how many people are yeah. how many people are versus how many people are not, mm -hmm. we only have one year of research since not last even. November, 11 months. Yeah. So, 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 so to say that, you have to know the flip side of the argument is, well, let's wait 10 years. Well, let's wait five years. Well, then somebody may say, what is the right amount of research? Okay. So, But another person may say, uh, so the conspiracy of, oh, they're trying to put the microchip whatever in there. Okay, now that's that's the stuff that just gets a lot of views and you say mm -hmm. things like that. Whether you believe that or not, that's the conspiracy side. What percentage of that is true or not? Say 1%, meaning giving the credibility of what it is. Fine, you want to put 1% to go for it. It's not the chip side. But the flip side of it is saying, hey, you know what? I'd rather take the risk and I'll get it. Go for it. Go ahead and do it. I'm, I'm, I'm good with that. No problem. Go ahead and do it. There's a lot of things we put in our body that don't we don't fully know What's going on? There There's go. a lot of stuff that we mm -hmm. do. But still, Adam, it's the person's choice. Okay, can, so, I, can I pick up right on that word you just yes. said? Choice. I'm right with you on that. Totally agree with you. Yeah. I, I was. We started off the show saying that I was at this Oslo Freedom Forum yesterday. Yep. Mm -hmm. Again, I'm talking to Uyghurs who are in, 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 in uh, re-education camps in China. Nigerians are being murdered by this um, SARS unit is what's going on. People from Venezuela, people from all over the world who have been taking their freedoms away from them. And I asked them their story, what's going on. And the last question that I asked everybody, and you think this would be a very easy question to answer at a freedom forum. Mm -hmm. And it was the most question that they were like, oh, wow, that's a good question. Oh, let me think about it. People there fighting for freedom. I said, um, what does freedom mean to you? That was the last question I asked after doing a five minute interview. And every single person was like, huh. Well, there's no way it. people took their time with that. I swear to God, you'll see the footage. They were, mm, man, it's a good question. Like, people there speaking about freedom. Mm -hmm. I know bullshit. And then after they hemmed and hawed and they thought about it, the most universal, common answer was 
It's about choice. Yeah. It's about having options and whether it's uh, the choice to maybe marry they, who you want, yeah, live maybe where you want to live. Yeah, it maybe. was all about choice. But they had to, to ponder it for a well, second. Well, because they didn't have so freedom. Is, that's why. That's they my point. They, they don't know what that feels like. And, and <sighs> the second thing is whether you agree with me, whether you don't agree with me, whether you agree with the vaccine, you have the choice. Mm-hmm. And that's the one thing that a lot of people in these countries don't have. They don't even have the ability to question their government. They don't even have the ability to say, well, I don't know, Gerard, I don't think so. Well, yeah, Pat, we are good. Well, they don't have that ability. Down that road. Freedom of choice. Slowly but surely, we don't either. Road, not, no, actually, I don't think we are, though. Okay, I'll do, I don't, I, I don't I, think I, we're I, heading down that road to be Iran. I can show you specifically. We're not Iran. We're not, not North Korea. Not, that's where these people are living. Not yet, but we can. I can show you specifically where we're getting close to that, and that's actually why I want to push back on Pat I a little bit. Because when you you know you talk about the microchips and the stuff, so... When the, when people talk about that scandemic, you use that word, and, and the microchips and these and these conspiracies, you lump everything together into this idea that anything outside of what's being reported in mainstream media is is this this crazy eccentricity that that takes it to crazy town. There's lizards living underneath Antarctica. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it's real. Sometimes the the you said it a couple episodes back. The paranoid are those who survive. Okay, if you don't think that there is some sort of goal to have some sort of digital passports, some sort of tracking system involved, you're not paying attention, okay? If you don't think that there's some sort of social score coming our way that is already in effect in China, you're not paying attention, okay? And if you don't think that this is an obedience test, if you don't think, especially after that episode that Pat put up yesterday with what we know that the moderators are doing behind the scenes at these major social media conglomerates, then guys, you are just not paying attention. And to your point as far as us being Iran and us not, not to get off topic, Merrick Garland, who was nominated to be a Supreme Court Justice in the United States and is now in the Biden administration, essentially just weaponized the FBI to go after anybody, okay, who has had any sort of opposition to critical race theory in education. All right, he sent a memorandum to the FBI asking them specifically to treat opposition to critical race theory and um, quote-unquote vaccine hesitancy, okay, which, which you know, is this, this broad term for questioning anything that's official narrative, okay? They're treating people that disagree with our elected, you know, administration as political dissidents. That is the that is the very precipice of the slippery slope. All right, we already knew we already know that Obama weaponized the IRS. That is not up for debate. That's not a conspiracy. That was confirmed. That should have been one of the biggest conspiracies since Nixon. Everybody knows it happened. Nobody cares for some reason. He weaponized the IRS against his political opponents. Now, his vice president's administration is publicly weaponizing the FBI against political opponents. That's a problem. That is a slippery slope. Okay? So while I understand and I agree, we're not North Korea. We're not Iran. I think that we can become it so much quicker than anybody gives any sort of credence to. I I hear your point. I I, I also think... You're right on being paranoid, and I appreciate you saying, well, you know, it could happen. It could happen. In my humble opinion, I've just seen what true tyranny looks like. Pat came from Iran. Mm-hmm. I think it's hyperbolic to even assume we're anywhere even close to it, bro. That's just my point. Okay. Again, I just tried to tell comedy, and I couldn't do it inside of a city. No, you chose to do a secret show. You no, could no. have done it in, in I, I could O'Donohue's. Not. I could not. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I could not have. I, I would I would have they they would have made it it was actually illegal for me to earn money bro, bro they, hmm. they 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 we just talked about the New York restaurants 
or a freaking mandate for something that you have 99% chance of surviving. I mean, what the hell are we doing? What are we talking about right now? And at the end of the day, what is the definition of being an American? This country we, was formed by lawbreakers, We law can actually man. come here, and what's great is that we actually have, like, these debates or whatever we want to call it. Mm-hmm. But we can walk out of here and still be cool. Yeah. We respect <clears> each other's <throat> opinion and stuff like that. Like, they want to take it away. Yeah. They want to take it away by force. They don't want you to speak. Well, at, at what point, if you live in New York City, do you say enough's enough? I mean, if you're like, dude. I Many are saying it. Exactly. Many are saying so it. So that's the beauty of living in America again is saying, you know what? Yeah. But Moving to Florida so, or I'm going here. I'm going there. For now. Okay. So, so Adam, let me ask you. You know, uh, uh, one day you're going to have a family. Right? That's mm-hmm. the plan. One day you'd like to have a family. One day, by your choice, we're not going to force you. I just want you to know Don't that. Don't force me. Yeah. Pat. We're not going to tell you, go. We're going to be. Like, I've almost been, you know, I've been forced into marriage before. It didn't work out well. <laughs> no, it's not a good strategy. Yeah. We like choice. Yeah, but like if you're choice. open to arranged marriage, I, like, I wouldn't I'm mind good, doing arranged marriage with you. I got some people. <laughs> Anyways. So yeah. let's go back to it. You get married, you have kids. Mm-hmm. Okay. God willing. Yeah. God willing, that happens. You have kids. Okay. Your level of. Uh, paranoia will change. Okay. I'm sure when you have kids. Yeah, I'm let me sure. explain to you how it works. Like, uh, Senna looks at me, and she gives me these eyes, and she goes like this, and she kind of goes like this with her hair, and she takes these pictures, and all I think about is, oh, my gosh, some guy's going to go crazy over that. How the hell am I going to fight off that guy? You know what Senna did the other day? Hmm. So somebody said something to Senna in school. You know what she said to the kid? She said, you know my brother is big and strong, and he will punch you in <laughs> yeah. the face. I assume he's talking about Dylan. Go read a book. Buddy. I was, I was yeah. just thinking yeah. he's, he's worried about Senna. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, he's going to have two six foot five brothers <laughs> and a dad with a million dollar car. So, what, the, so, what do you possibly so, do to impress that girl? And so, big ass uncles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, that's you know, right. Yeah. Can you imagine? So I, so I sat there. I'm like. And by the way, honestly, like for a moment, I was not in the conversation. Everyone's talking. I disappear. I'm in La La Land. <laughs> and this La La Land is her boyfriend. And I'm like, what's going to happen? 15 years down the road. So he none, comes. None he comes. Commie reading by the way, she, she's 15. So she could very easily. And she's doing cheer right now. She's singing a cheer the other day of her school. I'm like, oh, my gosh. She's pretty. She puts the stuff on and she does the spagat. You mean she's 15? She's, she's five. five. But yeah. she'll be 15 in no time. <laughs> like, hold on. What? Just happened. But no, what I'm, saying, what I'm yeah. saying to you is ten years down the, the road, that you think that. Yeah. Then I think about Dylan. I think about Tico. Like yeah. the other, I'm doing a parent-teacher conference. My level of paranoia for that is higher today than when I was 29 years old. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When I was 27, my paranoia was less. The moment I got married, paranoia increases because of a different lens. Then you have the first kid, your wife's pregnant. Second, then you have different paranoia. Then you have your age, you know, parents aging. All of that stuff adds up. I think the biggest thing is when a person who lacks any par- paranoia that something catastrophic can happen to this country, you, you, you will get caught. And when you get caught, it's not going to be fun because sometimes in life, almost, you know, in your mind, you're like, I can fix any problem. I can fix any issue. I'm good. I can fix this. I can. There are certain problems you can't fix. Mm-hmm. You, you have cancer. You can't fix cancer. There are certain problems you cannot fix. And there's different forms of cancer. One form of cancer is health. The other form of cancer is when it gets into politics, politicians. And the other form of cancer is when these politicians are able to get into universities and schools, and then they get to the kids. The side effects of overcoming that cancer is 40 years. Yeah. It's not two years, bro. Generations. It's 40. Cuba is still effed up till today. Mm-hmm. How many decades has it been? One cancer goes in. 
1978, 79, that cancer is still there. Mm-hmm. 43 years later, and nobody can do nothing about it, and Iran signs a contract with China for 24 years for $400 billion, whatever the number is. That cancer is going to be there for another 25 years. That's, seven, that's 70 years of a cancer. So there, there needs to be pushback. There needs to be, I can think for myself, there needs to be, let me think about it. There needs to be, let me get back to you. There needs Mm -hmm. to be that notion to the government. The government needs to be held a little bit more accountable and not like, hey, you don't answer what I do in my life. I appreciate the feedback. Thank you for doing your job. So that is the only concern because, so say for instance, these guys, this whole New World Order stuff, what percentage of New World Order do you think is conspiracy theory? What percentage of New World Order do you think it's real? What do you think? Yeah, I, Gerard would know the odds no, no, on that. I'm asking you. No, no, I'm asking you. I don't. But I, I'm, I'm, this I'm, is not something that I'm well versed in. Okay, I've, no I've, I've heard of it peripherally, so, so, and 90% so I, of it the, has been from the Gerard. The last person I'm going to go to is yeah. Gerard. I'm not going to go to Gerard. I'm actually not going to go to Gerard. Okay. When you think about Kai, how old are you, Kai? 84. <sighs> 23 going on 60. Okay, you're 23 <laughs> years old. 23 years old. When you think about the word New World Order, what do you think about? Thinking about overreaching of governments and the combination of technology and the the big social media companies. Okay, cool. So I mean, just look at what happened yesterday. Could we do anything or say anything? Totally or, get it. Like mm. Eric was saying, his girlfriend was freaking out because she couldn't get a hold of her family in WhatsApp. in Paraguay because WhatsApp was down. Like as much as we're relying on this and the infrastructure and yeah. they're all together and on the same server talk about not being anti-fragile that we talked about the other day too so it's Bro, super if, vulnerable if countries unite if if governments unite and their ideas are now i would like to be the secretary of whatever for the european division and the you know leader of the world is going to be elected as this person and if that if we go in that direction like an eu except happens to the world minus china and a couple other places you don't have another place to go. Mm-hmm. You do not have another place to go. When you said if shit hits the fan, people in New York can go where? They can go to Florida. Mm-hmm. They can go to Tennessee. People in California can go where? They can go to Arizona. They can mm-hmm. go to Texas. But what if everything becomes the same? Then where are you going to go? So that is my only concern. I want everybody to be competing. I want you to compete to read the content to come in here so that a fan is going to say, you know, Adam's commentary is weak. And I want you to read those comments and go back and say, screw you, uh, you know, Johnny69. I'm going to kick your ass in the next podcast, and I'm going to come with some value. Like, And I'm like, damn, look at Adam Broad. That competition gets all of us to be like up and up uh, our game. These guys got to get better with the software. Kai's got to get better at spelling hottie, right? We all have to <laughs> figure out ways on how to improve. But yeah. if the, the moment the, co- uh, the government doesn't have to improve... <laughs> Go ahead, say something. Mm-hmm. What are you gonna do about it? Nothing, because yeah. I don't have to. Yeah, I'm, like I'm not. I'm not good with that. DMV, and it's like I'm not, uh, I'm not with that. I speak with your I'm supervisor. With I yeah. am the supervisor. Hey, Adam, I am not good with Real that. Real quick, these are the same pe- uh, political officials who did not get a pay cut mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. while everybody else did. Not one damn person said, "You know what? I'm not taking no pay because my people in my district da, 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 da. that I'm shutting down, that I'm voting to shut down." Right? They didn't do this shit. And I'm pissed off at all of them because of that. Because how many people do we know, small business owners, that have not recovered? Mm-hmm. You know, there's people that are homeless. There's people that have, like, literally no hope. That's the freaking problem. And then you have these talking heads on, on the news and this and that just stri- striking fear in every person. People are scared still. Mm-hmm. 
And like Pat said, you know, like these times do build up strong leaders, strong men. Look what they're doing right now. They don't want strong men in the, in the media. They want weak ass dudes. They want, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We should be pounding our chest, man. Toxic. You know, toxic masculinity. Please call me that. Screw you. You know what I'm saying? I'm a freaking American. I've traveled. I've been to China. I've toured China. I've been to Shenzhen, Shenyang, Beijing, Shanghai, all that shit. And it is not the same. When I read Robert Spaulding's book, that mm-hmm. shit is real. They're trying to damage America right now. And it is a problem. And people of all races are so soft. Stop and just read some freaking books, some real shit. Not just the little clips. And th- Think how manipulated these people that we know on social media get. Just by seeing like a little snippet, they're going to see five seconds of like, let's just call it what it is. They'll see five seconds of Trump or whatever and then just go on a rant. They won't even educate themselves. And what you said about like Iran and all this other stuff, Americans need to understand what that means. But because of the fact that we don't travel outside of this country, we don't know. And we're so arrogant. I've traveled over 40 countries. I've been to Cuba. I've been to Guantanamo Bay. Mm-hmm. You know, I've done a lot of travel. And you know how many times? I was in Istanbul, Turkey, and I get a call real quick. I'll tell the story. I get a call from the front desk. They said, Mr. Heath, you need to leave now. Excuse me? Yes. U.S. Embassy is there to take you to the airport. You know what just happened? Some of Bin Laden just been assassinated. I had to grab my shit and get on four different flights to get my ass home. I landed in Houston and hugged the customs agent. I hugged him. You know why? Because hmm. I was scared. And I was proud to be back. We need that, man. People need to like understand what being American Freaking is, powerful, dude. Powerful, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't know what it feels like to be in another country, and you have no choice. I've been to Venezuela, I've been to Colombia, I've been to all those places, man. This shit is different. Yeah. So we need to wake the hell up. Like, this is, like, don't just... Like Gerard says this a lot, like quit just being in this la-la land and, oh, everything will be fine. Like, it will never happen. Quit using the word conspiracy because we all saw the video when Biden and Pelosi and all these other people said, oh, there's no mandate. There's no mandate. What are they doing now? And people voted for that. People should be pissed. They should call them out. And they're not because they got the confirmation bias and they're just like, well, I don't want to sound like you know, I voted for this. No, you need to raise your freaking hand and say, yeah, you know, I voted for a bad policy. My bad. I won't do it. And I won't do it again. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. But we need to say this shit. It's okay. You voted for him. Good. You use your American right. You voted for it. But you didn't. And you had the intention. You didn't think voting for this president that this was going to happen. I'm not saying that. Mm-hmm. I don't think any of us are. But that's what's happening. And we need to wake the hell up. I'm tired of this shit. Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, that's incredible, incredible. I know you've told me that that is not the uh, turkey story. It's incredible, man. I mean, it's nuts. I can't imagine what was going through your mind. But, you know, I, I keep going back to, to that old parable, right? Like, all it takes for evil to prevail is for good men to do nothing. That's all it takes. You know, at some point, somebody has to be the one. Somebody has to be the guardian on the wall. And like you said, I mean, we're kind of in, it, it, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. 
that all of us in this generation wanted to be nicer to each other, that we wanted to be more empathetic, that we wanted to say, you know what, I understand where you're coming from, I empathize with your pain, and, and I'm sorry. But it went too far. And our kindness was 100% taken as a weakness. They weaponized our empathy against us. Now we need a little bit of our grandfather in us. Now we need a little bit of, of John Wayne to come back and say, you know what, I don't care if I hurt your feelings. I care if you listen what I said. Because if you're true in your intentions, if you're true at heart, if you're not an actual racist, if you're not actually a sexist, if you're not actually an asshole, then you shouldn't be afraid to say anything that you want to say, and you shouldn't be afraid about how it's going to be manipulated. 100%. I am who I am, and I'm going to be who I'm going to be. And anybody can take what I say. Like you said, we speak so much and so often on here. Anybody can take a, a three-second. You talked about this on Rogan. Anybody can take three to five seconds, manipulate it, and put it out there. And then it's up to the people, all right, to go back and watch for context. But I actually, when I, when I talk to people and when I listen to people, I think that they're doing that. I think that people don't like being lied to. People don't like being misled. I think that this era is going to be one defined by authenticity. You're not going to be able to hide. Look at Kamala Harris. Look at Kamala Harris. She's hated. And then they went on The View and they tried saying it's because of her gender, because of her race. And it's not. It's because she's as fake as you could possibly be. And you can't be fake anymore. They're going to find out who you are. They're going to know who you are. They're going to know what your intentions are. The, I trust the people. And that's the big difference between, I think, the 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 kind of, you know, this this freedom movement versus this globalist movement is I trust my neighbors. I trust them. I trust my neighbors. I may not agree with you. I may not like you, but I trust you. I trust that I don't need to make a law to say don't block a fire exit because if there's a fire, <laughs> right. you're going to get your ass out the room. I trust that you don't want to get burnt alive. I trust people. I trust people's ability to be kind and be good to one another, and it doesn't have to be adjudicated. It doesn't have to be made a law because when we make laws and we're addicted to authority and we're addicted to control, what people don't understand is what that law means. If you make a law, all right, you put a mask mandate out there. Now, the intention might be, I'm keeping people safe. Well, that might look good at first, but take that two steps forward. What if somebody says no? What, it, what happens if somebody says no? Well, now you have to get somebody to come and force them out of the establishment. And if they say no to being forced out of an establishment, out of a public place, what happens? A cop comes? What is a cop? Like what we saw happen in Australia. That shit is With crazy. With that lady getting there you go. strangled. At, so somebody, she wouldn't wear a mask. Somebody is getting kidnapped. Being arrested yeah. is being kidnapped at gunpoint. That's what that's what actually being arrested is. So you're having somebody, you're so afraid, you're so afraid of your neighbor at this moment that you're willing to have an authority mm -hmm. send somebody to kidnap them at gunpoint. Come on, man. So ultimately is your, is your point no mandates. My, my point is <clears throat> that at this moment in time, okay, that you should allow people to live their life as they see fit. That you should allow people the the wherewithal and the personal agency to protect themselves and their family and run their business and life accordingly. That's what I'm saying. That is exactly what I'm saying. Now, if you want to do something like New York, do something like New York. Fine. But then when everybody leaves, don't start taking federal money. Don't start taking don't you know you know what I'm saying? Like don't when when you run out of California and then you go to Texas because everybody in California Oh. God, I've got a lot of special <laughs> gift in my life. Yesterday I come in, Gerard got me the limited edition Kamala Harris mm -hmm. bobblehead. 
I mean, there's there's only a few of these. I just want to publicly thank you for this, this special gift. You got to get one that's right next to my desk. It's, it's, I put it right next to my desk. Does it laugh? Cammy, yeah. I said the same. Thing. Yeah, this is, it this actually is, does. It laughs. It laughs. Yeah, it's a new one that we have, and we have a special one that's a uh, uh, you know I know Adam. It's it's mine. I just mm-hmm. want you to know this. Can't have it. Yeah, you can't. But have we're gonna it, we're Adam. gonna get we're gonna get a Fauci one for you here yeah. pretty soon. So oh, man. okay. So this was great. Great discourse here, going back and forth. Appreciate everybody's commentary on this. Let's go to the next topic. Look, we know what happened yesterday. It's all over the news. Facebook, Facebook, Ooh. WhatsApp, WhatsApp, uh, 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 Instagram. Everybody's texting. Is your Facebook? You text me first. Like, guys, is my Facebook? Is, your, no, no. is it just me? Because you're thinking maybe it's me. It's like it's the world that <laughs> we're thinking yeah, about. They, right? they, 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 they got me. Real quick to conspiracy <laughs> theory. You, know, you noticed that? I was at a conference at the forum yesterday. And all, at first, they, 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 they're blocking me, man. It's all I knew it. They're on to me. And then uh, it was the be, world. Be it was the fair. world, bro. Be fair. You didn't believe I was actually shadow banned on Instagram, and then you saw it. What did you see? Tell yeah, the world. Yeah, they be don't fair. like you. They don't be like fair. you. They don't want you to be heard. And maybe for good reason, Gerard. All right. So let's, let's talk about this article from CNN. Okay. Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp goes down. Facebook's week just went from bad to worse. Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp all suffered outage. Midday Monday, we're aware that some people are having trouble uh, accessing our apps and products, Facebook said on Twitter. The outage came the morning after 60 Minutes aired a segment in, uh, in with uh, Facebook uh, whistleblower Francis Hagen claimed the company is aware of its platforms are used to spread hate, violence, and misinformation, and that Facebook has tried to hide that evidence. Shares of Facebook were down more than 5% in midday trading Monday, putting it on pace for its worst trading day in nearly a year. Now, here's what's crazy about it. While this is going on yesterday, you're at that event. Yeah. I'm interviewing a guy named Sean Spiegel, who is a whistleblower who used to work at Facebook as a moderator. Okay? So he went from a moderator of choosing the regular things that's coming up, you know, memes, all this stuff. Then he gets promoted to the next level where he really saw the kind of videos that was being put up. By the way, I've never had a warning at the beginning of an interview where I personally come up and I say, don't watch this interview. Okay. I'm telling people do not watch it because how uncomfortable and disturbing this video is. Now, if you want to be aware, watch the interview, but I'm telling you in advance. So we put a warning sign. We put all that stuff in this interview. Hmm. We've, have we ever done this before in any interview? We've never done this with any. Was this a pre-planned interview? It just had crazy we interviewed timing? The guy. You called me. I was talking to him. No, meaning like, did you set this up weeks in advance? Or did you say, yo, no, this, no, is, no. It, this was set up. Facebook is down. Get no, him on the line no, now. It just so happened that it was happened. Yeah, it was a tiny, coincidence. Yeah. Okay, that's and what I'm saying. It, it was pre-planned. No, no. Interview. This interview is supposed to go out in two, three weeks. It's not scheduled to go out this week. David, yes or no? Yeah, correct. This wasn't. This is just a complete yeah. coincidence. This is complete. So yesterday, I'm, I'm oh. saying, so Gerard comes out of nowhere, and he said, he just got back from New York. He says, Pat, do you mind if I sit in? Okay? Do, do you mind if I sit in and listen to this? Okay? Adam, the stuff I heard, my stuff, like, it's this. He said the environment at this place is a moderator. Yeah, His job is to look at everything that's coming. There's about 1,000 people Facebook. that work. This is a company that was contracted out with Facebook that eventually they said, we're not going to work for you anymore. A company that does $16 billion per year, Cognizant Technology Solutions. It's a $16 billion a year company. It's not a small company. Anyways, he says, in our facility, there was 1,000 of us working there. It was two bathrooms that they had there. There was what did he say was always on the wall he says you know mm-hmm. people would poop and pee in the uh, in the what do you call it in the sink yeah they, he they says, were so meant no 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 they were so mentally broken they were so mentally broken that 
after weeks on the job, people would like start smearing feces on the wall and like start it's pretty nasty. Yeah. And by the way, that's not. Let's just say that's a what? two. That's a two. The stories he says goes goes. David, would you agree? I'm not even going to tell you the stories because it's so uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, it's very graphic. Very, as, very as, shocking. Gra- as, as graphic as you can possibly And imagine. what's the reasoning behind this? So These guys aren't enslaved. They can choose to work here, no, right? No, no, no. It's very, very odd. Very, very odd dynamic. Very Let's odd. explain it. Well, we can. Like, well, it's yeah. extremely uncomfortable. He says, he says, at any point, somebody's sitting there, your job is to watch the video and then send a report to Facebook. This video needs to be taken down. And Facebook comes back and says, no, that Facebook, that video is going to stay up because this is a private group and it's not a public group and it's only a private group, so therefore we're going to leave this up. Yeah. And he says Facebook's position was the more videos like this we keep up, the FBI and cops are going to be able to find a bad guy to go get him. And the guy's like, that's not what's happening. And then I said, let me go a little bit deeper with this. By the way, he says people are doing this, watching videos, all of a sudden they're throwing up. He says at any point people were throwing up at their workplace. He says it smelled, it was horrible, it was horrific. Terrible situation at this workplace, what they're doing. Because somebody has to watch his videos. So anyways, this happens. We interview him. Then Facebook is down. Then we go live with it yesterday. I've never had this many people message me about an interview I did. Pat, I'm having a hard time watching this. This is crazy. And the guy is, would you say he's part of the LGBT community? No, he said. He said that. He said he's. Um, he made a comment. Yeah, yeah. He 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 is. He he's not by any stretch of the imagination. This is not a MAGA guy. This is not anybody that's far right. This is this is a guy who who um, is an animal rights activist and sympathetic to the LGBT movement. And that those were his words. Um, and you know he pe- cried in the interview when yeah. he started talking about animals and what they were doing what to they kids. Do to the Flat animals, out started what crying. What they do to the kids? Yeah. What you know? Uh, Who's they? Uh, people around the world who? Uh, yeah, yeah. So countries, people, yeah, people, yeah. Like, yeah. Apparently, yeah. apparently, there's an entire look. Th- this is snuff. This is nothing more. Th- this is a stuff. snuff. This is snuff. And there's there's groups where people oh, go man. and they and they pay and they use the Facebook Marketplace to pay for these videos. I mean, he described um, he he described bestiality. He described um, forced incest. He described um, you know animal cruelty while bestiality was occurring. I mean, like really as as, by, as by graphic, the way, when he said like be- like hell, like like what you would imagine would be in hell. Gerard, and I did not know what bestiality meant. Bestiality meant mm-hmm. I I put on Google while he's talking bestiality. Yeah, and I'm like. Close immediate. Yeah, the stuff that he's yeah. talking not about. Good. No, I'm mean, not good. Um, uh, uh, and the, this is the reason why people <clears throat> watching the videos are puking, throwing up, going. Fucking yeah. No, insane. bro. If you but hear the video, yeah. like there's one situation with a pig. Yeah, yeah. That's put it like this. Adam. Yeah, it's when I walked in the office. Yeah, and I saw Pat and Gerard, and they were explaining this stuff. They were shook. I mean, it yeah. was like it, it was. It was very. It, it was very like this, this, the, the vibe was. And really... there's no reason to assume the guy's lying. We haven't verified it. Like we're we're still in the process of verifying his claims. We're trying to get you know two or three other people mm-hmm. to verify it as well to make sure that that what he's saying is is not you know exaggerated in any way. So look, take it a- a- anecdotally at this point, right? This is one guy. Put one of the clips. Put one of the clips. Yeah. To, you know which one I'm talking about. So I ask him a question. I say, so do you? Can you check anybody's? Uh, uh, bu- Oh, that, well, that's a whole separate oh. beyond, and it, it, like this was insane. This was crazy. Okay, just watch this. Go ahead and press play. Go ahead and press play. Is that the one? I say, do you guys check instant messenger? So you guys were able to see what's being said in the instant messenger and text messages, or no? Yes. Also, oh, whatever we post there and we're communicating, you see all of it. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Everything that's communicated here, if you wanted to see all of it, you can easily see it. Yes. And yes. W- you have access to who? Like, 
Do, is there levels of clearance on who you have access to want to be able to go see? Let me see if this one guy I don't like, let me see what he stands for. I'm going to go see what this guy's saying to this person here. Could you do that, or was there limitations to what they sent to you? No. Uh, in the general queue, there were limitations. Where I was, there were not. Were you ever tempted to but see do, some do, conversation? Do hang on, hang on, hang on. Were higher ups or Go no? back a little bit. Go back a little bit. I was tempted. Go back yes. a little bit. Okay, go ahead. Or not. Go ahead. Were you ever tempted to see some conversations of people that were higher ups or no? I was tempted, yes, but not specifically higher ups. Uh, I have to be honest, politics isn't my thing. I was more curious about seeing what my cousin was saying up in Georgia. <laughs> but, um, so wow. he's working there and he wants to go see what his cousin says, but he has access to everybody. But what he said was politics weren't his thing. Yeah. But the place was the most politically oh, he charged place about that. He, he's he ever been He talked about in. that, yeah. Yeah. And politics, people were there specifically because of their politics. And that, to me, was the most shocking part. I mean, the, the, what he was saying about the bestiology was, was gross. But anybody that's ever had live leaks, seen the internet, you, you know that this stuff's out there and it's heinous. This, the fact that anybody can have access to anybody's WhatsApp, anybody's instant messenger, not stuff that was reported, dude. Not something that somebody manually reports. He could go search Adam Sosnick's DMs. Pull it up and read them. See them. You don't want no part of that, dude. I think I want some of them DMs. Dude, I'm, yeah. it, it's, th- this is... This I mean, is privacy, okay? There's mm-hmm. a part of it when he says, I just care what my cousin in Georgia said. It's funny, obviously. Meaning he could spy on his cousin in Georgia. Spy like, his cousin I didn't in take Georgia. that so funny, but, you know, but, but if humorously. He, but if he wants to see what... Two senators are talking to each other, and they're, you know, if he wants to see what anybody in power to go back and look at all their history, yeah. you know, everything, he can find that out. And that's Facebook. So this is not Facebook. This is a third party Facebook's given access that's to. Crazy. So think about third that. Party. That's crazy. So, third party. Yeah. So this and is a third General party. Q. So the, here's a question I ask because, because when, when I was with Rogan, Hil- if, Hillary Clinton's servers. If, if you remember when I was with Rogan, Rogan, uh, we, we talked about Jack Dorsey. And he said, uh, uh, I like Jack. He says, I like what he's doing. And Jack went on two times. The first time that people said you didn't push him too hard, he came back and he pushed him a little bit harder with some of the question. With his yeah. general counsel there, though. I get that. But the part is when he said, you know, Jack wants Twitter to be more open. He would like it to be two different formats with Twitter. One yeah. is like on the back end where you can say free for all, do whatever you want to say. He wanted two Twitters. I he wanted two Twitters, yeah. So, so for me, I go and I ask the one question. I said, okay, Facebook, like yesterday. We haven't even gotten to what we think happened yesterday. That's really what we right. got to get into because we'll I got thoughts. It, yeah. yeah. So I said, so let's let's give the guy the benefit of the doubt. They got sixty thousand plus employees. Okay, that doesn't count contractors. So I had another hundred thousand contractors, people that are working offsite, but they're not W two. They're ten ninety nine contracts that they're working. Whatever the numbers, let's just say sixty thousand employees. Maybe he doesn't know what's going on. Maybe Zuck. maybe Zuck. he doesn't know what's going on. Okay. But listen, you, you got like I got stuff going on here. We got forty employees, but you guys go out. I don't even know where you guys went. I don't know mm-hmm. what's going on. So imagine with forty, I don't know what's going on. You think you're gonna know with sixty thousand? We got sixteen thousand, seventeen thousand insurance agents yeah. in one hundred fifty uh, offices nationwide. You think I know everything that's going on? No. So close. so go to sixty thousand employees because could this be a part where? When you're a CEO at this level, he's probably got 30 C-suite executives. He's got 20 C-suite executives. Who were the people that knew? Did they report up? Did the people at the top know? Why is this content being left up? This is a compliance issue. So this leads to 
yesterday, Facebook going down. So why did Facebook go down? Let's let's talk about possibilities. I'll throw mm-hmm. some out there, and then you give yours. Go ahead. You have a thought. Yeah, yeah. Before we get into that, more importantly, you also asked him about how does shadow banning work, and do they do they act? You said oh, I've been doing this for a long time. Gosh. He admitted he yeah. admitted to social engineering. There's videos. Pat said I've been doing this for a long time, and the videos they'll rise, they'll rise, they'll rise, then they'll peter off. But there's some videos they rise, they rise, they rise, and then they fall off a cliff. Is that organic? Or he goes, absolutely not. That's somebody saying that they don't want this message out there, and they just turn it off. They just turn it off. They said somebody so, saying, like that, one person making that, that decision. That, I said the same thing. Who has yeah, that we decision? Have that kind of authority. Who has at that this, power? Not, not at, yeah. at his level. No. He reports and gives Facebook what yeah. to do. Facebook chooses what they want to do with it. They can't delete anything. Yeah. They simply watch and send in. Huh. That's what his job is. And then Facebook has to decide. So yeah. on a couple of the instances, Facebook left the stuff up, and he kept going back. He kept going back. He kept going back. He kept going back. They said, no, this is going to stay up. We're not taking this down. So, yeah, but shout but out. Facebook has to be aware, like the whistleblower story I know we're going to get into, but Facebook yeah. has to be aware that Sean Spiegel, or whatever his name is, or Billy McGillicuddy, or John Doe is going to be able to speak out about this. Like, this guy has no loyalty to Facebook. At any point, he can do an interview with you. He gets fired, doesn't like his job. People are thrown up around him, he know, fucking man. quits. I, I think, and now he can do it. Like, how many, uh, there's a thousand people working in a room, and I this is what they're so, doing. You're, you're right. But how I, many of them can speak you're, out? You're right. I Facebook think has to know that. They're so arrogant, I think. I think that they know that they can control the narrative to such a level, mm. right, that they, they know, right? They know. Like, look, e- even in our minds, we, th- th- there's a little bit in all of us right now that are saying, man, I, you know. We're, we're really we're talking about this stuff. We're really going there. We're talking each one of us. If we're being honest, we're saying, "Look, we're doing it. We're going for it, man." And we hope the we hope the listeners appreciate this because we're we're all putting ourselves out there. What 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 is that? What is that inside of all of us? Because all of us know that these guys are all holding it over us at all the time. When that guy said it, Pat asked that question yesterday, and I was sitting in the back. I said, "Holy shit! This guy just admitted to social engineering. That's not moderation. But by the way, the way That's he manipulation. said it, the way he said it, he says." I said, do you have a problem with what they're doing on the left and the right? He says, well, on the right, there were people on the right that were saying, what, what were the stuff that they were saying? I asked him a question. I said, you think Trump should be uh, off of Facebook? You think he should be off? He says, well, let me think about this one here because on one end, if he was a regular person doing what he was doing, probably yes, if he was a regular person. But if he's the president... And he's doing what he's doing in the January 6th event. Yes, he kind of went up there, and he's the one that started it. But later on that night at 6 o'clock, he did come and tell people, go home. And I, he, this guy's like, he's going through the sequence on how he's explaining it, right? And then he says, no, I think he should still be on. And then he says, I said, what were the people pushing on the right? So he's, what did he say on the right? The left is on? No, no, the right. The right oh, was like pushing. The, uh, just being nasty, bullying libtards. And, oh, bullying. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, that's right. So, and then he said on the left. Uh, there's too much push on kids uh, being part of the LGBT uh, LGBTQ community, which I, which I support, he says, which I support. Mm-hmm. He supports but, the LGBT yeah, community. He says it's too big of a push amongst kids, and he says it's too much, too big of a push on transgender uh, 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 having influence over kids, and that's being left out there. And, and this, segregation. Yeah. He said the left is they, – they don't want to coexist. There's too many people that just they – they think there should be two worlds. By the way, if you watch this interview, you'll say this guy's on the left. You won't say this guy's on the right. Like if you watch this guy, you're not going to say, oh, you know, he's a supporter of – you know, well, well, he's, center, he's, really, he's, right? I mean, No, I don't think he's center. I'm going to put this guy center left because there were still some – but, but for the most part, he's tried to stay as reasonable as possible. Yeah. He was trying to be as reasonable possible – 
Very level-headed. The, the craziest part of the interview, for people that haven't seen it, is how matter-of-factly he answered these insane questions. Like, he's, you know, are, are we are we watching, like, you know, it was like a gotcha question. Like, are, are you guys listening to our our uh, messages? Yeah, absolutely. What, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Can, can you search messages from, yeah, no problem. So wait, is, is Facebook turning off, uh, you know, viral content? Yeah, yeah, they, they determine what messages they want out. Like he was just so matter of fact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like it was like bone chilling how matter of fact this guy was about the social. In, in your opinion, place. what level of credibility does this guy have? Uh, one through ten. In your opinion, I'm going to give this guy seven, seven, eight. Okay. Yeah. And, and let me you? let me tell you, yeah, because he doesn't have a bone to pick with yeah. Facebook. He has a bone to pick. He he's a he's an animal activist. His his main goal was just to like pure the animal. Yeah, no, it's it, like it, it's it's all about animal. He saw uh, one time they he saw a video about oh so so I'm, t- I'm t- I said what was the most disturbing video? He said one time there was a video. The dogs. These two boys, no, these two oh, boys yes, yes. were taking the iguanas from the tail and they were smashing the iguanas on the ground so hard and iguanas were having to scream i've never heard any i never knew iguanas could scream like that and they're hitting the head yeah and they did this with different Chilling. types of animals and they would put it in their private facebook group and that stayed on silence and, says, silence and a lamb stuff she says like iguana like it was so like who who says so you have to know how he's wired he's a uh, let me ask you without okay this is just a hypothetical Sick stuff that's going on, yeah. right? Sick stuff. Without Facebook, without social media, these fucking sickos would be doing this regardless. Mm-hmm. Regardless. Mm-hmm. Now they're doing it for the world to see or for people to see. And maybe maybe they could be held accountable for their heinous acts. Mm-hmm. Is that maybe a good thing that you could hold these people accountable? Because I there's asked people. That question. We I'm, talked about that. I mean, I, I yeah. know a buddy of mine. He's fine now. I mean, ironically, he's a big MAGA guy. But this guy would put his cat in the microwave as a kid. Ah, five seconds. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, you fucking weirdo? Yeah. Okay. Um, and then I was like, dude, this is what, what are you doing? Like, this isn't cool. Like, yeah. we're all you know, we're we're 12 years old. Like, this isn't funny. Yeah. Ha ha. Like, not cool. Yeah. Okay, but this is pre-social media stuff. This is minor, whatever. But there's people that do this sick stuff. Yeah, no. I, and I, as much as we're a, railing against social media right now, maybe it's, you know, it's kind of like shooting yourself in the foot. It almost maybe sounds it's, like they're not, their job isn't to, they're sending this to Facebook. They're not sending this shit to the authorities. Mm-hmm. But if the authorities can see this kind of stuff, they're well, not. Uh, again, you, you guys got to watch the video. He, yeah. he brought up that claim and he was like, we need to bring this to the authorities. And then according to him, he was like, Facebook was like, we don't need that type of publicity. We don't need that. You know, like if the authorities. So Facebook doesn't want to be cop because if they become cop, oh yeah, the the category of the type of business they become changes, mm-hmm. and you as the user lose trust in community. Like even right now, we talked about the fact that the guy says they can read every message. What percentage of the people that are listening are kind of like, oh, so I'm going to make sure I filter out those three things? I would say some people probably want to play. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. So I, I think people are just going to carry on with their lives. But no, no, no. But 10 percent yeah. is 10 percent. 10 percent is not a small number. That's mm-hmm. still a big number. So to me, when when you see this, okay, let, let's go. Let's go to what happened yesterday. Mm-hmm. Let's go to what happened yesterday. There's plenty on this. We got a few other stories I want to touch up on as well. And we only got 31 minutes left. 32 minutes left. So yesterday, what really happened yesterday? Let me tell you the different stories that yeah. I heard. One of the stories was what that hey uh, somebody on the back end is uh, 
permanently uh, d- taking the Facebook and Instagram code out. I think Barstool Sports put it up. Mm-hmm. Some uh, Twitter account code. Academy put it up. And uh, some of these other guys put it up. I mean, these are verified accounts. These are not like regular accounts that they put it up. And that went viral and that got a lot of views saying maybe Facebook and Instagram is permanently gone. And people are texting me, what's going to happen if this thing's permanently gone? And Twitter posts a tweet, which was hilarious. What did Twitter <laughs> say? It says, uh, 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 we welcome all of you. Something like that. Kai, yeah. see if you can find that Twitter uh, tweet. Uh, 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 they they capitalized on this a lot yesterday. As they should. Yeah, as they should. They said, hello, literally everyone. It got 3.2 million <laughs> likes, 773,000 retweets. So so one of them is, okay, somebody hacked and they uh, destroyed the code, whatever. Okay, so that's not the case. Another one is China was involved, okay, and because of what happened to 60 Minutes, and so China's coming out and saying, hey, you guys better, you know, whatever. Okay, so that's that part. The one that was very interesting that to me really got me thinking was the following. There was a group of people that said Facebook did this. Facebook did this to themselves. Why would Facebook do this to themselves? Facebook went and cleaned house with everything they had because of what happened a couple of weeks ago, with, a week ago with Apple coming out and saying we're going to take you off the platform with Facebook and Instagram. Apple just announced that a week ago. And a week later, you come out and you do this. Maybe they took it down and they went destroyed, you know, who knows, a bunch of these pages on the back end and took a bunch of the things out and some of the stuff that you can actually go see to clean up their name. Because it was down for quite a few hours. It wasn't like six hours. It wasn't like 30 minutes. So it could be an internal thing that happened. Uh, Now, I don't know if that's true or not, but to think about that thought with Facebook, all the scrutiny they're getting, this is what's happening. Then another part is the fact that, you know, the 60 Minutes lady was talking about what kind of content is being uh, staying up. Uh, another uh, uh, story was the fact that Facebook helped Trump with election, and they don't want Facebook to have the kind of power in the next election because they have so much power in getting somebody elected. So if there's control on mainstream media, the left's only threat is what they don't have control over, which is Facebook, and Mark Zuckerberg is not a yes guy. Mark's not saying yes, and they kind of don't like that. Mark's not sitting there saying, yes, we'll do this. Yes, we'll do that. He's the only one that said, you know, we'll see if we're going to get Trump banned. But we're not permanently banning Trump. We're going to have our team that look at it. Twitter says what? We're permanently banning Trump, right? So Facebook is a threat to the left because Facebook could help the opposing party get elected. Maybe they want a little bit more control. Some want this thing to be more controlled by the government because if the government controls Facebook, it's over. So imagine if the government runs Facebook. Would you want that? So anyways, that's some of the stuff I've heard. I'll leave it up to you guys. Gerard, what do you think happened yesterday based on some of the articles you read? Uh, I don't want to get crazy in the conspiracies here, but I just I, I think uh, I think it's very, very the, – the timing of things is very, very curious. I, it, it's becoming more and more difficult for me to – to consider coincidences over the last eighteen months to two years, it's it, you know coincidences just seem to you know keep keep piling up into into ways that that increase power for the for the most powerful amongst us. It's it's amazing how these coincidences keep keep funneling into into their wind column. Uh, you know, China tightens uh, the political control of, of internet giants is a story that headlines ABC News three days ago. They fly thirty eight. 38 fighter fighter jets over Taiwan yesterday. Um, there's a leak with CNN uh, with, on CNN uh, about Facebook, and then Facebook goes down. Snapchat goes down. Um, you know, WhatsApp goes down. Six hours. TikTok's fine. Uh, I I don't I don't 
I, I don't see this all as being isolated incidences. I see this all as being somehow interconnected. I, I think that there are uh, political games, there are machinations being played at levels that, that it's hard for normal people to understand and to comprehend what's happening on a global scale. Um, I think the world is becoming very, very, very small at the top of the pyramid. And I think that there's a lot of people vying for control for that top. And, and we're, we're kind of seeing that trickle-down effect down hit, hit us. That, that's what I think happens. Um, and, and my biggest takeaway was, like, while we're joking and while, you know, we're, we're all, like, looking at our Facebook and while we're like, wow, this is, you know, people are like, get outside, talk to each other. My whole thing is, like, man, I, I can't believe how easy it was to disconnect the world. <laughs> I can't believe how easy it was to disconnect everybody. You know, if they did that and they, and they took cell service away, what, what would we do? Like, that's it. What would, they, what would we do for six hours? What could be done in six hours of radio silence? How, how much ground could be lost? Could, could, could you recover? Mm-hmm. Six hours of radio silence. What, what could be taken from you? That, that's where my mind went to. My mind went to was uh, I am remarkably underprepared for what I, I think is an increasing it could eventuality. be freaking war. That's what I'm saying. What could happen in six hours? Six hours of radio silence. How much different could the world you come back to be? And I, and I, I felt very helpless in, in that I'm completely and totally underprepared for that eventuality. Yeah, I, well, to, to your point, like what could happen? I, I think, you know, we, for, for a few years now, maybe longer, we've been hearing about antitrust and monopoly and, you know, we got to break up Facebook. They're too big, too big to fail. The banks are too big. Everything that we've heard for years with Wall Street Yesterday was pretty damn evident, like, ironically, Twitter was, hello world, because <laughs> yeah. you had basically one source of, all right, here's where you can go to tell your story, when Facebook owns Facebook, yeah. Instagram. Oh, by the way, shout WhatsApp. out to Michael Burry's uh, option call on Facebook from right. two weeks back, right? Ironically. <laughs> um, it just puts things in perspective, like, damn, do we need to break up Facebook? Does are they getting too big? Are they getting too big? Clearly, that they are already That is a great powerful. question. What do you think that, about that, that's Pat? All, that's something that we need to talk about. And then part B to that is I, I've also heard, well, the, the, the whistleblower, what was her name again? Frances Hagen. She had some pretty compelling stuff if you haven't seen that interview. So someone said, well, yeah, that you know, her interview, the whistleblower basically saying that Facebook was sort of like amplifying stuff that was more divisive, controversial topics, and it would push it to the top of the algorithm and, yeah. and get, you know, that's, that's how you would make your ad money because it's so engaging and all that stuff. And they said because of her interview and the whistleblowing that they wanted to do something to draw less attention away from her interview. And I said, I don't know about this, a buddy of mine. I was like, I don't know about that, man, because I got to be honest with you. I was just kind of living my own life on Sunday watching uh, Tom Brady do his thing. Mm-hmm. I didn't see the interview. I didn't hear about the interview, yeah. ironically. So now, all I'm hearing about is the interview because yeah. Facebook went down. So why would they want to? Plus, the interview was to me like a big nothing burger. It was just it was sixty like, minutes, okay, yeah, whatever. It wasn't this. that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was a big deal, but not that big of a deal. But now, you know, all your platforms are going down for six hours. Yeah. The whole world is now talking about Facebook. That doesn't make sense to me. That would be sort of counterproductive. If, the, if I were going to go that route with you, buddy, the yeah. Pandora Papers make more sense to me. The Pandora Papers make way more sense. Vladimir Putin goes, shut it down. You know, like I don't. The world doesn't need to know about this. So they just shut it all do, down. Do we think? What, what? So, what are the top three reasons for this? You're saying that it was a hack, China, something like that, a data breach. Facebook shut it down intentionally. It was just an accident. I don't think this doesn't seem coincidental. What, what do you think? 
Do I think this was an accident? Like, accidentally this happened? No, I don't think this is an accident. Do I think we know for a fact what happened? No. Do I think Facebook knows what happened? Absolutely. Do I think Facebook will reveal to the world what really happened? Zero chance. So you know, everything else is until somebody on the inside decides to come out and be the next whistleblower to say what really happened to Facebook, mm-hmm. everything's going to be speculation. You There's can not have be... my seat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This seat is warm for you. Come sit down. Yeah. Anybody from Facebook, Twitter, please. You know, you you are going to do you, you're going to be remembered, all right, for what you do in this world if you sit there and do nothing. Again, we talked about it. If if you allow if you do nothing, all right, that's all evil needs to to, to win, all right? Come out and and use the platform, speak your let, truth. Let, let me, the world know. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Do you think the world's a better place without Facebook? Like you, you you're saying like ousting mm. Facebook and being gone? Do you think well, no. well go go back to what Adam said before because that was a very good question. Do you think Facebook as it currently exists is a good thing? Do you think it should be bro- broken up? Well, it, to me it's not about whether it's broken up or not. I I don't if if the answer to the question is Mark didn't know, yeah, you need you need seven CEOs running companies. If Mark didn't know that this stuff is taking place, yeah, you need you need more leadership to mm-hmm. to to do mm-hmm. what they're doing. Mm-hmm. No question about it. Because it's too big. Yeah, because if just, that if that's the case. But if Mark knows, so let's just say we, we talk to Mark. Mark, did you know about this? I did not know about this. No problem. You need to be broken up. You, you need more leadership. How do you not know about this? How important is this, Matt? If this is true, how important is it to you, Mark? Very. It is. Yeah. So don't you think as a CEO of the company, you need to be aware of something that's very important to you? Yes. So how did, who, who, who screwed up here? Who needs to get fired? Who didn't do their job? Mm-hmm. Is there enough investment being made in people to watch over this? Mm-hmm. Maybe right now you're only putting 1% of the company's revenue into it or profits into it. Maybe you need to increase that to 3% if it's really important. Maybe the uh, amount of control needs to be internal. Maybe there need- So that's the conversation I'm having. That's purely a business conversation for me if Mark didn't know. But let's circle back to what, what you talked about earlier with – you know, them being able to turn off content, them yeah. being able to shadow ban. Mm-hmm. Mark Zuckerberg's not making that call. Me, Mark, Mark's not looking at... Who do you think... The, who yeah, do you where's Sheryl Sandberg and, and, and all this? And what's the, what's the screening sure. process for the people that so have what, their finger on the so button? So let me ask you a question. So you got to be very careful when you're going there, by the way. Mm-hmm. you got to be very careful if you're going... Uh, uh, people have to be very careful complaining about that. Let me explain. Because if we go in that route complaining about that a little bit too much, who's the only other person that is going to control that button? I don't think there should be a button. No, no. Well, wait. There needs to be a button. Let me explain why there needs to be a button. The whole purpose of this guy, if there's no button, those videos will be live public to everybody. Yeah. No. I, so there. No. That's that's that's, that's not that's, that's, that's not, not what something. We need. Bro, let me put uh, it to you this way. First time you saw uh, uh, again, we talked about this before. First time you saw extreme porn, what did it do to you? How old were you? Like it, it messes with a kid when you see that. You're like, what the hell is this? Like you know how they say smoking weed. Is 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 okay mm-hmm. if you try it after thirty years old? If you smoke weed too early, it's not good. You do you? It's too early for it's you like to when start. When we were kids watching yeah. uh, uh, Faces of Death, yeah, and that, that's a great that's, example. Like that's a that great example. Shit was you know I remember being like what 10, yeah. 12 years old. And like oh man, like you're seeing Faces of Death. And we're like what's that? And then yeah. you see someone getting shot. In the I think face. some of that yeah. stuff yeah. can't so be. I don't think that stuff so is good. Bad. Yeah. Sure, but what if, about if, that if movie with Nicolas Cage, Six Millimeter? Do you remember that movie? Yeah, whatever the hell it was. snuff film. Sure. But if we're if we're Jesus. just if we're just talking about that binary, if we're talking about the binary extreme of too much censorship or too little censorship, give me too little all the time, every single time. And that person who's posting that snuff, 
All right, everybody in the world will know who it is, mm-hmm. and we can point the finger at them, and we can say that's who it is. That's the bad Go, guy. That's the bad guy. Go that get the bad guy. That was my point earlier. So should, that, that, so should we have? Like I, a, I learned about the broken windows theory from Rudy Giuliani from our conversation with Rudy Giuliani. It is in a remarkably small amount of people in the world that are committing heinous crimes. And all you have to do is find that small. The, 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 so the, you're saying do be the cop of those bad guys. No, what I'm saying is, is that putting them in the shadows doesn't make the snuff go away. It just makes it be in the shadows. So censoring other people mm-hmm. under the guise of somehow protecting the innocent is, is to me a horrible slippery slope. I, you don't protect the innocent by silencing people that, that are, haven't done anything wrong. And you don't give... You don't, don't give disagree. operatives yeah. power. Okay, I, I gotta so be honest. You, yeah. I, I, so I, I tend to like agree a, with Gerard on this. Yeah. yeah. Do you have like a level setting? You know what I mean? Like a certain setting. They're saying like, yeah, I want to see explicit content, and therefore, like people can, you know, okay, well, I want to see this face of the day. I want to see this stuff. Well, that's just what they have on the movies. You well, know, but, but within PG, the law, PG within 13, the laws of society, R, X, whatever. Mm-hmm. What, what I think what what the the moderator was saying more than anything else is what these people were doing was remarkably illegal. This was incest. This was um, um, uh, pedophilia. This was bestiality. These things are in fact illegal. Why so, isn't and, the and, company that he works for? Because you know we already said like reporting report that to the authorities yeah. and, because and they know what he's saying. I, I think he that's said, why he's he whistleblowing. Said, he said these people are such idiots. They left their license plate on there. He says in many cases they left the streets where they lived on. Like you could go find these guys. Like. They're, yes. they're they idiots. Could, he could be a digital vigilante and say, you I, know what, I'm going to ha- I'm going to create this company. I would guarantee you. I would mm-hmm. bet you anything that this guy has fantasized about being Batman. He knows who I'm these saying. people yeah. are and going and yeah. We got he, he needs to be protected. To your point. Like seriously, you, like, you got to like, you got to expose the shadows with the sunlight. You gave that reference. Yeah. These people are going to be doing some wild shit regardless. Yes. And if they're they're that foolish and that sloppy to show their home address or show their license plate and they do it on Facebook or Facebook Live and they get caught, I'd rather them get caught than just continue to do that. So you're saying leave 100% of the stuff on. I'm not saying 100%. I'm definitely not saying 100%. But these people are going to be doing illegal, weird, crazy, psychopathic stuff regardless. I'm not advocating for it either. I'd like to catch them. I'm not advocating for it. I think we're all on the same page. Pat, was he afraid of his well-being? No, Mm-mm. I don't think so at all. Really? No. Oh, I would be scared shitless. Yeah. I'd be like, well, man, like. But, I, but this is a guy that's got, he's not yeah. somebody that's married. He's a guy right. that's like, listen, I'm just, I'm just doing this because I want this stuff to stop. Yeah. Wow. I'm not trying. He says, I don't want money for this. He says, I don't want, I'm just trying yeah, to get this city thing to stop. Here's yeah. my question yeah. for you. Wow. Are these whistleblowers heroes? I think the different word for me is necessary. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I, I don't know if I feel comfortable saying heroes or not there may be i mean for somebody that's exposing this stuff they're sitting there saying they are heroes mm-hmm. uh but i it's very easy in a situation like this to blame everything on zuck and dorsey it's very easy to do that for us oh, it's all zucker's zucker zuckerberg's fault that's only that's what it is okay yeah fine yeah there's some responsibility on the guy at the top which is what everything rises and falls on leadership fine yes got it and then there's some responsibility on the uh, leadership team that knows about this, what they're doing about it. My only concern is if this thing gets to the government, if the government controls that button, you don't want that. No. 
I can guarantee you don't want that. Nope. Look, an insurance company that we were doing business with back in the days, uh, Aviva, I don't know if you remember Aviva yeah, or not. Course. Back in 2007, 2006, they were the number one insurance company for this product called the IUL. They were killing it yeah. with annuities and life. I never hear about Aviva anymore. Yeah, because they were bought out. It's a different company name okay, today. Gotcha. Which, but by the way, let's stick to Aviva. I'm familiar. And, and uh, one day... Everybody gets a call and says, hey, have you noticed they're no longer taking as many policies as they were? Now, this is people that told me. I never did business with Aviva, but this is like 50 people told me this. Mm. I said, no, why? What happened? He says, it seems like, you know, they're no longer taking underwriting like they did. Because they used to, I submit 50 clients like this. They accepted all 50 of them. But the last 10 clients I submitted like this, they're no longer taking it. What the hell is going on here? So then from the outside, word got out that they controlled the knob. And the knob is underwriting. Underwriting is we will take a client at this level, and we will not take a client at this level. So you just simply control the knob. But in insurance, you make money when you no longer take premium, meaning it takes seven years for an insurance policy to be profitable to the insurance carrier. So it's not a short-term play. It's a long-term. That number you hear about is typically seven years. Okay. So if they have to control the knob and say, ooh, here's where we're going to go, great. I don't mind if Aviva has that knob to control. I worry if the government controls that knob. Because Aviva controls that knob, guess what? There's 50 other insurance companies I can go to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be disruptive. Yeah, it's going to be annoying. Yeah, I, you know, I can't believe you did this. Yeah, and they did some stuff that was very shady, but they controlled the knob. We went to another insurance company. You can go, oh, I'm going to go to this insurance company. Great. And we interviewed with them. We went to a different insurance company. And the guys that were there at that time, they said, yep, who left to another company said that actually happened. That's what we were going through. So I, I would still much rather keep this on Facebook, then put this on the government. Because all it takes is one guy to come in, and he knows, he, like what you talked about with uh, what Obama did with IRS, mm-hmm. one guy to come in, forget about it. It's forget right. about it. Yeah, it's game forget over. about it. So think about it right now. We're talking all of a sudden, it starts doing the spinning thing, and the video is not going, and boom, podcast taken down. You can have this tons of types of conversation. How many, how many people today, this thing's going to end up getting, say, 80,000 views, let's just say, give or take. 80,000, 100,000, just this podcast. The short clips, say, gets a million views, okay? Total, this thing gets one and a half million views, total, with short clips. How many people you think you shifted their mindset? How many people do you actually think out of the million and a half, you got them to think and go home and talk to their husband, their wives, their kids, their friends, their peers, their coworkers? How many people have their mindset been shifted by listening to this podcast? If just Give, one, it's sh- worth shifted, it. Man. Shifted? You mean shifted? Changed? No, shifted like to the point where, you know, I got to tell you, I was listening to podcasts today and the guys were talking about this. And you know what this bodybuilder Phil did? I don't know. Yeah, but this guy's seven. Oh, no, I know who he is. Okay. And they were talking with this other guy named Jordan. And Adam said this and they were saying this. And, and I got to tell you, I'm wondering, what do you guys think about this? Because so then it's like, you know what? I'm having a hard time believing this now. And then that conversation goes to one person, two, three, four, five, eight, fifty, hundred, two hundred. 50, 100, 200. That's shifting mindset. You're getting people to start questioning certain things. How many people out of a million and a half you think are thinking right now? And they're shifting, they're, their mindset's being shifted. What do you think? What do you think that number is? I actually want you to think about this. Kai, what do you think that number is? 1,500. 1,500. Okay. What do you think that number is? He, you want like 0.01% type of a deal. Yeah, whatever you're going to set the over-under at, I'm taking the under. Okay. So you're going to say less than 1%. Whatever you're going to set the over-under is, yeah. I'm taking the under. Okay. So can you, instead of being so technical gambler from Vegas, <laughs> give us a number, 1%, half a percent? I, I, well, if there's any indication of what's going on in our country, we, we use these stats all the time, that 
you know, 45% of people are going to vote Democrat, 43 are going to percent uh, vote Republican, 3% are going to poll Libertarian, and then there's maybe 10%, maybe, You're right. that are changeable. You're right. Okay. So what percent? So 10%, if that. Great. I'm going to go lower. Let's just say yeah. 50, Let's just say 10,000 people. Let's say 1,000 to 10,000 people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Say it's 1,000 Single people. digits. Let's say it's 1,000 people. Mm-hmm. Say it's 1,000 people. You know what 1,000 people leads to? 1,000 leads to 10,000 to 100,000 very quickly. It's conversations you had mm-hmm. that leads to dot, 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 dot. But imagine if you can't have those conversations anymore. Yeah. The so that's why I don't want that button to be controlled by the government. I just don't. I, I, you know, that's a, that's a great point. And I, to be honest, you know, I really don't even care about changing people's minds. I just want them to start questioning what they there we are go. being told. I want them to, I just. just shifting the, mindset, just not the, changing minds. But just shifting have the mindset. freedom to do it. Yeah, just question like, you know what, man? Just be inquisitive. You know, like, David. David, you you over there? You awake, bro? When when you yeah, I'm listening. When you first came in, right? When you for you're you're a little younger. You're in a demographic. It, 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 I'm sure that you had uh, a mentality, or, or I'm sure that you had an opinion of you know capitalist or whatever before you came here. And now six months later, has that opinion changed at all? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think I'd had like a vague understanding of everything, um, just kind of what you see online. But now, obviously, being more immersed in it and seeing you guys discuss it day to day definitely changed my opinion on a lot of things and i see things through a different sort of um glass i I think just humanizing different perspectives is the most important thing like we we are more and more and more we're driven and maybe it's because like what what she said on 60 minutes facebook is trying to do this you know these people are libtards these people are idiots these people are maggots these people right and it's humanizing somebody with a different perspective is an incredibly important thing because we we are so much more alike than we are different all right even even me and you cammy me and you are so much more alike than we are different right but you I think know, he's talking to Kamala Harris. <laughs> Gerard but, just stepped out of his comfort zone. She's staring talking. at me. She's looking right at me. But and dude, she's, the, she's giving you. that little. <laughs> Again, man, I, I, I just I hate how manipulated we are in this moment. I hate feeling manipulated, and I hope other people are, are recognizing that manipulation. They don't have to agree. They can disagree, but I want them to recognize the manipulation. That that's my goal more than anything else. Okay, mm-hmm. let's talk about the next thing. Schumer escalates pressure on debt limit plan. Plans vote next week, page five, uh, and there's a follow-up to this. Okay, Senate Democratic leader Chuck Schumer uh, ratcheted up pressure on Republicans in their feud over raising the national debt limit, announcing Thursday he will seek a vote as early as next week on House-passed legislation suspending the legal ceiling. Senate Republicans have twice blocked the debt ceiling measuring Measures from advance in the 50-50 chamber where 60 votes are needed to proceed on most legislations. If they want to oppose this measure and bring us closer to financial disaster, they can write their name in the history books as a senator. That would let the country default for the first time ever. But Republicans need to get out of the way so Senate Democrats can address this issue quickly and without endangering the stability of our economy. So Schumer says this. Now, Kristen Cinema goes to the bathroom and folks are following her. I had a chance to watch the video. You were telling me about this. And they they literally follow her to the stall, like not to the bathroom door, to the stall. And the camera's on. She goes in the stall, mm-hmm. comes out. She says this is very inappropriate because, you know, her and Schumer is not for it. But how far do you think this is going to go with the situation on uh, raising the debt limit? Where do you think this is going to go, Gerard? Does anybody think this is not getting passed? I think the only thing is a dollar amount. You think three and a half is going to get passed? I think it's all negotiation. You ask for three and a half. I demand one and a half. We settle on 2.7 and the American pays for it all. 
I, I, did, I mean, how many times have we seen this game? We've this this is this is how we govern now. You know, it, the the remarkable failure of our current government is to pass horrible, horrible legislature and then use years of horrible legislature to take away what we did. The way that we legislate now, for people that don't know how pork works inside of bills, they say it. We need to pass it so we know what's in it. We need to pass it so we know what's in it so we get this this insane 50,000-page bill that's written by lobbyists. It's not written by our actual elected officials anymore. Lobbyists, all right? Professional bribers put parts of the bill in. Then they pass the bill based on nothing more than party affiliation. And then over the course of the next five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years, the more egregious aspects of the bill will be whittled away within pork inside of other bills. So in the, in the 2027 budget... There will be an addendum on page 3,290, you know, addendum 13, part B, uh, section 2, that says, okay, the uh, gas mile tax that we put in under the Biden Infrastructure Act in 2001 was a bad idea. We're getting rid of that. So we'll have that bill for seven years. It's a constant kick the can. All right? What? what again, guys, why are we paying, why are we paying taxes? If all we have to do... To, to fund everything. If it costs nothing, why are they taking your money? Why are they taking your money? Why are they taking your money? Why don't you guys just print more money? You know, if, if this is what we're doing now, if we're all Keynesians now, why are you taking people's money, spending more of it than you have, and then giving them a bill for the future as well? And, and we're just sitting here taking it. We just sit here and go, oh, yeah, no problem. We can't default. How dare we default? If these guys can't run the country yeah. on $5 trillion, how, do, how are they going to run it on eight? The system is set up that way, right? And then you got Manchin comes out and says, $1.5 trillion is my limit that I'm going to go on the Biden economic agenda. Amid battle with progressive, this is a CNN story. Moderate Democratic, he says, has made it clear $1.5 trillion was a price tag that he was willing to settle uh, on his uh, party uh, 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 plan to expand the so- safety net. Putting him $2 trillion away from the lowest number of progressive Democrats have said they would expect. I've never been a liberal in any way, shape, or form. Manchin said, I'm willing to come from zero to $1.5 trillion. Manchin has noted that Congress has spent $5.4 trillion since last March in response to the pandemic. And he has asked, he asked, at some point, all of us, regardless of party, must ask the simple question, how much is enough? you got to love this guy. Yeah, you got to love this guy. Yeah, the, the fact that they have like what the twenty five hundred page report, I'll be damned if anyone shows me something like that and you can't tell me fifty pages of it. Hmm. That's my problem, Pat. You run an insurance company. If you had two thousand freaking pages of like policies and this and that and the other, you would definitely be able to just discuss this and be able to expand. Everyone's oh, if it's knowledge a decision to spend, if it's the decision, because what's three and a half trillion dollars? What part of the GDP is three and a half trillion dollars? What percentage uh, of the GDP is that like? What's a, our what's one point seven percent? No, seventeen no. percent. What 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 percentage? What's so, our GDP? Twenty twenty trillion. So that's how I'm doing it. Twenty trillion, three and a half okay. trillion on twenty trillion is seventeen percent. There we go. So 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 if the company is doing a uh, uh, hundred million dollars, easy math. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this thing's going to cost us seventeen million dollars. Yeah, no, no, you, you don't you don't just say let's go ahead and do it. It's going to be mm-hmm. a ton of research commentary going back and forth why do we need to spend 17 percent why can't we take of course we're gonna have a lot of color behind it but these guys are sitting there saying listen let's just go get that 17 million and then find out what we're gonna do with this money tell me one bank that's gonna say yes so essentially in a situation like this we're the bank and the bankers are saying don't worry about it go ahead and do it that's the part that i'm uncomfortable with Mm -hmm. where it's like you know and i know we voted our 
leaders for them to go hash this out and make the decision for themselves. But still, it's, it's a little bit. And there's no accountability to what happens with that money. So you take on that money, you take on that debt, you run a company, and you default or 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 you don't use that money yeah. wisely. What happens to you and your company? You know, you're out of business. Bankrupt. There's serious, consequences. serious consequences. Yeah. What happens to these guys? It's not their money. They get reelected. <laughs> they get reelected. They get reelected yeah, because no, the amount yeah, of people that right. they give the money to. Yeah. There's a carrot. Where's the stick? Yeah. Anyways, by the way, we uh, we are getting to the end of it. Uh, I do want to give a shout out to a couple people. We haven't even covered everybody that's given these super chats. One of the ones I'll give is Julie Swenson gave forty nine dollars, saying I saw the interview with the whistleblower. I now have I I now question myself. Do I get off the platform or stay for business? What does that say about me, my morals, my values? Anyone else feel this way? Pretty I interesting the, for Jack. Is that, is that of the Swensons Swenson. who come from the uh, the vault? Peter Swenson? I think so. Okay. I think Shout so. Out That's, to the, yeah, to those guys. I, I, I think so. That's a great question for her to ask. But, you know, uh, uh, we may do Yonomi Park tomorrow. We're still talking about it. We may okay. do something on podcast tomorrow because. I'm not here Thursday. I'm yeah. out of town this week. So we're not going to podcast well, on we Thursday. we got to get her early because I think she flies out Wednesday in What the time afternoon. is it? Okay, we'll figure it out if we yeah. can. If we can, we'll do podcast tomorrow. So, folks, stay tuned. We're definitely not doing it on Thursday because I'm out of town. But we may do it tomorrow. With that being said, if you've not seen the interview with Sean Spiegel, Kai, yeah. put that link both in the chat box as well as in the commentary for folks to see. And if you like what we're doing, gang, here's how you can help us. If you want to see this thing continue, give us a thumbs up, share this with your peers, and subscribe to the channel. The bigger this get, the more messages being heard, the more time we'll put into this podcast as well. That's the way you'll show us if you like the content right, that we're putting up. Let's maybe make a challenge. Well, let's give people a homework assignment. Let's watch that episode. Sean Spiegel. That's a okay. homework assignment. And then, you know, we're odds people here, right? We're, we're currently, this is episode 93. We're currently sitting at 87,000 subscribers. By episode 100, we got to hit 100,000. Is that realistic, Pat? I think that's very realistic. Can we make that happen? I think that's Can you tell your friends? Realistic. If you like Gerard, tell your friends about Gerard. Who doesn't like Phil? If you hate me, all good. I, I love, love you too. Soy man. Soy man. So, but Kai, tell your friends. You got, you, get part of this. You got to fill the description of that video. I just want to look them up. His, his name is not searchable, so his descript the description for that video needs to be put up there. I don't know if you know what I'm saying or not. Yeah, there's nothing on there that you can't find that interview. But we'll handle that. And uh, if you haven't put the link below yet, I just posted it on the chat. There you go and put it in the comment section. Pat, as I well. know we've got one minute left. Yeah. But, you know, as a not a car guy, I got to bring up this car situation. <laughs> oh, what the hell yeah. was that? How did we go two yeah. hours? We can't go two hours. No, but I mean, give us a little 60 second, gone in 60 First of seconds. All, I've like, never, what the hell was that? You drove it. How was it yeah. yesterday when you drove it? it Honestly. Was, a dream. Can you put up the a picture, dream. by the way? dream. Unreal. What have you driven so the audience knows what else you've driven? I've driven LaFerrari. I've, I've drove a Chiron, Bugatti. I've driven a Pista. I've driven McLarens. I've, I've driven You're a, a car lot. guy. Absolutely. This Dr car, are you a car guy? This I'm car. I'm not. I'm a subway guy, but this, I, I, I got to tell you. This, this uh, car yeah. right here? Oh look how gosh. sexy. Man, congrats, yeah, Pat. I mean, congrats. Car. Congrats. I, Pat, I'm going to blow your mind a little bit. What? It does nothing for me. I know it does. I know. I know it does. But I, lo I love that you get in there and you're like, oh, 
Oh, oh no, that's how you are when you get in a lift. When you, Adam gets in, oh my gosh, a lift, a lift, amazing. Okay. I see how excited. Yeah. Now that that would be uh, free some, That would be yeah. some big <laughs> time content. We get I, you an Uber account and you start oh, Ubering around. Classic. Well, I'll tell you. I'll, I'll give you a quick little story. Yeah. I, I was I was in a lift last night at this Oslo Freedom Forum. I knew this girl. We were going to go out to this like after party thing. We get in the lift. She's from Berkeley. Super oh, smart girl. You know, very attractive. She gets in the lift. I'm an experienced Uber Lyft guy. We get in. She's got her mask on. I don't have my mask on because I just, you know, I'm good. She's like, what, what, what are you doing? I go, what are you doing? And we're having this conversation. I'm maskless. She's masked up. She's, it, it, I was like, take your fucking mask off. That was it. That was the story. But in the back of a lift, it went down. Whoa, mask what, do mean? Mean? Whoa, what do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? A mask conversation. What are you talking oh, about? Oh, oh, man. Oh, 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 second. This was going to be a good story. Oh, You're getting beat up after oh, this. Oh, oh, deal. Oh, man. Just letting you know. Anyways, folks, tomorrow we may do podcasts. Stay tuned. We'll announce it. If not, we're going to do it next week. Take care, everybody. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye, bye-bye, bye-bye.